0: Hi, I'm Linnea Quigley. You're going to hear Movie Dumpster. Movie Dumpster! Movie Dumpster! If you don't see it, you're insane!
1: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the brand new season of Movie Dumpster. We got season three kicking up today. And for our first episode, we got Pumpkinhead 2, a.k.a. Pumpkinhead 2 Blood Wings, a.k.a. Pumpkinhead Blood Wings, a.k.a. Bloodwing's Pumpkinhead's Revenge from 1993, directed by Jeff Burr. I'm Joel
0: Skull. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor. Don't ever talk to me or my rat son ever again. And I'm Tony from Hack the Movies and also Rental Reviews, but mostly Hack the Movies.
1: Welcome to the dumpster. There is a nursery rhyme about it, isn't there?
2: How does it go? Bolted doors and windows barred. Guard dog prowling in the yard. Won't protect you in your bed. Nothing will. From Pumpkin.
1: Yeah, so here we are we're back for the new year, finally with season three. Um, it's it, the shit that we have coming up for this season <laughs> uh, is like blowing. People my don't mind. even know. No, like all, all the thi- all like the planning and stuff we've been doing and like the connections we've been talking to people and stuff. It's it's been pretty wild over the past couple weeks. Um, but today we have. Our good friend of ours, Tony Paluzzo, with us from from Hack the Movies and Rental Reviews, joining us today for Pumpkinhead 2.
0: Yes, I insisted I be on this episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I'm not sure what that says about you.
0: I don't know what it was. It was on Hulu a few months back, and I think I was just messaging Joe while watching it. I forget... And then we bitched about it at a Halloween party.
1: Yeah, to- Tony's. We we've, we've been back and forth about uh, Tony coming on the show for a while, and then we like. Yeah. And then I I think I was just like watching this, and I made a post about it, and you were like, "Wow, right. oh,
0: man, we gotta fucking do that." Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen this movie a lot. I, I think I saw this before Pumpkinhead 1. Oh, no. Like, it was just on TV. <laughs> oh, that's great. So you had a palate cleanser afterwards. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into it. But all the flashback stuff, I assume that was in Pumpkinhead 1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Accurate. And then I rented, like, Pumpkinhead 1 as a kid, like, a little bit after seeing the second one. And I was like, oh, wait. This is completely different and a lot better. This is like so much better than that other movie. Yeah,
1: oh, man. It's <laughs> an understatement. So, uh, yeah, I watched the first one and second one today because I hadn't seen the first one in a long time. I'd seen it a bunch of times. Uh, and uh, Joe went and watched uh, Three and Four, which debuted on the Sci Fi channel some time ago. Uh, I remember seeing those when they aired, because for some reason I was excited about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched three and four last night, because I was like, you know what? I love Pumpkinhead. And I've seen it yeah. a ton of times, right? And I watched Blood Wings a few months ago, and I was like, this movie sucks, because I had just watched it, like, right after Pumpkinhead, so I was like, ugh, what is it? ill. Well, I'm glad we got that, I'm glad we ripped that banner <laughs> off already, because, uh... um, <laughs> but, but here's the caveat to that, uh. I watched 3 and 4 last night, Ashes to Ashes and and Blood Feud. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take back some of those things I said about Blood Wings <laughs> because my fucking goodness, th- 3, okay, 3 is definitely the worst out of the bunch, and 4 is bad, but not as bad as 3, but... My goodness. Um, is it kind of like the, you know, the Child's Play series, but uh, it peaked sooner? Not as bad. <laughs> it's not that bad.
0: Oh, no, I, I like the Child's Play movies. I... You
1: mean the Chucky movies, like Seated Chucky? Well, I mean, like, you know, up to three, like three is a stinker, but it's, it's watchable. At least this series had the decency to just die after four movies instead of just limping on for an extra yeah. decade and a half.
0: Well, I remember getting excited that they were going to do a third one. And then I, I only saw like ten minutes of it on sci-fi channel because I like got home late. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll watch it <laughs> another time when it airs again. And then I never did. And then uh and then I watched a little bit of Pumpkinhead 4 and they were talking <laughs> about an old car. And I was like I was like, you know what? I think I'd give this one a skip. I think I'm good with that. <laughs> um 3 has Doug Bradley
2: in it? Oh,
0: God.
1: Slumming it. Absolutely slumming it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Homeboy needed a fucking paycheck. Let me tell you something.
0: Doug Bradley is in so many shitty sequels. I don't get it, and he's such a good actor, too. He's a great actor, but he's, like, in, like, Wrong Turn 4. And yeah, like, what? <laughs> Why? And, and yet, when it came
1: to uh, Hellraiser re- re- Revelations, uh, he demanded <laughs> to see a script, and they were like, no. And he's like, all right, get fucked. Uh, and just do the movie. <laughs> yeah, because they, they wrote it in like a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially part three is just like, who the fuck said this was a good idea? <laughs> right? Like, I, I have a better question is who looked at the first movie and said, this has real franchise potential. Okay. Well, here, <laughs> <laughs> come on. First one's good.
0: I mean, okay. You know what? It kind of does. You could- it does. And the- that's what pissed me off about Pumpkinhead 2. It doesn't even follow like... Because no. you could have done a whole for- formula where this person gets wronged and hires Pumpkinhead. Sure.
1: <laughs> right. Hires he hi- they hire Pumpkinhead.
0: Fucking hitman from hell. They hire him. They go to the witch. They they go to his agent, the witch in the woods. That's Pumpkinhead's <laughs> agent. They negotiate a deal. Uh, <laughs> does, does Pumpkinhead have fucking
1: classifieds out there on Craigslist and shit too? Like like will revenge for fee. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah revenge for hire
1: listen we're, we're gonna <laughs> whack everybody that you want to fucking get revenge on with a demon from hell
0: it's it's a formula that's set up and then they just the second movie just f- screws it all up like it was just you could have just did a buy the numbers rehash i mean yeah that's also stupid but that would have been more safe <laughs> this, this movie
1: the second one in particular is like the director jeff burr was like i remember i saw pumpkin like 10 years ago I'm going to try to fucking do it again from memory. I, I had a different vision of this director. I imagine he showed up on set the first day with giant sunglasses, just like bobbing his head up and down and just going. All right, let's make a movie. Let's make a movie. Let's make a movie. Let's make a movie. Just like fucking blasted on cocaine the whole time, because that's the only way I conceive of making this movie the way it was.
0: I, I imagine he uh, he didn't read you know, like he read the script, but didn't see the first movie. So like when yeah. the monster showed up, he was like, where's the pumpkin? I don't get it. <laughs>
1: You know, he also did other famous movie sequels like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Oh, yeah.
0: Leatherface from that is in this movie. <laughs> He's the biker that gets killed. Sure is. Oh, oh my God, is he? Yeah. yeah, that's the <laughs> Leatherface from that movie. Fucking Kane Hodder is in this movie, too. <laughs>
1: and Linnea Quigley. Is he? Yeah, quite suddenly.
0: And then uh, uh, the sheriff is uh, Larry from uh, Hellraiser. Oh, my yeah. God. Andrew Robinson returns to the MDU.
1: He sure does. <laughs> Uncle Frank. Come to Daddy. From Chucky 3, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, this guy's done like a ton of shit that I've seen, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, he did a whisp, uh, from a whisper to a scream. He did The Stepfather 2. Um, he did a couple episodes of, uh, the Land of the Lost reboot that Nickelodeon did with the Kyoto brothers. And Big Bad Beetleborgs, believe it or fucking <laughs> not. Oh, my Three God. Three episodes. Here's, here's where this blows my mind Puppet Master 4 and 5. Right. And look, those are, for, uh, you know, 4 and 5, uh, of the series. And it's like, but those films
0: are like decent sequels. Are they? Cause I, I have five on VHS. I remember uh, that's one of the few movies I had to turn off. I was really? like, I can't, I maybe it's cause I missed <laughs> three and four and I don't know the lore. But I, I couldn't get through that movie.
1: <laughs> you have to see four to kind of get five because they were, like, shot back to back. It's
0: one of those... Oh, most... and then and then it's perfect afterwards, yeah. right? It, well, no, oh, it's okay. not perfect, but it's <laughs>
1: it's fine. Yeah, the, the littlest right reinvig- reinvigorated cinema all over the world. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You shut your dirty mouth. Well, you know what? As Joe is leading up to, this guy then went on to do Blitzkrieg Massacre. I didn't see that shit. Sure didn't. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Puppet Master 4 is one of the better sequels of the, uh, of that series and that that's why i was a little confused because i was like all right uh well you've obviously been in like the ass end of like a, a franchise that's already tired as fuck right yeah and yeah. here you are like on the second film like the, and making this a franchise and you just fuck this up like <laughs> yeah and he, he dries up the well in his first attempt. In, like, a second! And he, it's just like, he tries some stuff in this movie that I'm like, alright, but then I'm like, you totally fuck the whole lore. And, like, as Pumpkinhead as a vengeance demon doesn't even fucking make sense, but they keep saying
0: that over and over again? Yeah, they, they screw up the lore, and then they don't even... They don't even do like a howling thing where like each movie is so different from the other one. Sure, like in name only. Yeah, it's just it's it's just kind of like Pumpkinhead, but not really. It's, yeah, it's yeah. bizarre.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you just nailed it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's because the first
1: movie like has rules and it abides by those rules. Yeah, yeah. And the second one comes along and they're just like, yeah, fuck all that. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it they ha- it has rules, but the rules aren't really. They're, they're just not good they're not
0: consistent <laughs> they're not at all
1: that's fair they make literally no sense uh especially uh, that it, the, you know they're already pre-established in the first film
0: right and then right. they
1: and then they try to and like in 3 they like tried they backtrack a little bit and they like Put Lance Henriksen's character back into the mix? He's like a ghost, right? Yeah, he becomes like a ghost, like the Keeper of (laughs) Pumpkinhead or some shit. What is this, the man with no name? He's like hanging... Okay, so the original... The witch in the first movie, her name is Haggis, and she lives in Razorback Hollow, right? Yeah. Right, right. And she's this mysterious witch woman. Yeah. And all that mystique is completely gone... Um, in the third film, the third and fourth film, and Lance Harrison's just like, yeah, hey, yeah, there's some people from town or whatever. Don't, don't let out Pumpkinhead. Remember when I did that? It was a fucking shit show. <laughs> it was a real bad day. And, and like. They like dig it, it, The only cool part about three is that when they dig up the pumpkinhead corpse, because they actually go back to the fucking pumpkin patch in that one and dig up the corpse, and it's okay. Lance Hendrickson from the first movie, okay, which is cool, um, because like that's what happens to him that's at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he turns. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. Um, and then the rest of the movie is just like just fucks right off and does its own stupid thing. Um,
0: wait. So, so three ignores two.
1: Oh yeah. It's like
0: a direct sequel to the first one. Okay, because I was gonna say the witch dies in this one. But it but it's not the same witch. It's not I, the same witch. No. This this bitch's name is OC or something. Which
1: which is like such an easy connection you could make. Just keep the name the same. And you could be like, oh look, it's the same one from the first one. No, no. totally nope. different person. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> so it's not the same witch. There's just another scary witch yeah. lady. In the- yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Well, like Joe said, she was named Haggis in the first one. And this one, her name's Otis, <laughs> or OC or some shit. Oh yeah. OC, oh my OC, god. Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Unless she was like OC Haggis, I don't. I don't fucking know. That's literally. her sister. Oh my god, she's one of the Stitchian witches with uh, <laughs> Granny Van Dam, dude. She could be. I mean, there's, they always come in threes. That's a coven, isn't it?
0: That's true.
1: She is blind. She is one of Granny Van Damme's acolytes. It's a possibility. Oh, man, she's the, she's the mother of tears. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so
1: let's crunch this real quick. Um, so this is the sequel to a movie that has nothing to fucking do with except for Pumpkinhead. Yes. Um. So the backstory in this is a, a bunch of kids in the 50s kill this retarded kid. <laughs>
0: murder him like violently oh it's it's fucking beyond brutal
1: it's fucked up it's
0: not even bullying like there's no. not one person that goes like hey, hey whoa, whoa, whoa that's this is a little too much hey I maybe just- maybe this is
1: a little too much okay just keep going yeah. and then uh you know we flash forward and then like some new kids uh <sighs> You know what? My fucking, my fucking head hurts. Let's just go through this fucking thing because it's so hard to Basically they do something shitty that causes Pumpkinhead yeah. to come back and he starts to fucking take his revenge on the town. Sort of? Sort of? Question mark. There's like okay there's like there's basically two plots happening in this film. Right? Yeah. One is important and is supposed to drive the movie and it doesn't and the other one takes the front seat for too long and it just like you, it essentially creates two films that are happening side by side that happen to be in the same location.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they're like loosely connected. So yeah, you're right. So the '50s kids kill this boy, and then the mother, who is not the witch from the first one, rolls around on the ground and she has a man's <laughs> voice for some reason. And then yeah, so so then, then there's the the teens. One of them are hanging out with the new sheriff's daughter, and they're thrill seekers. That was like the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So they're driving with the lights off, and when they turn it on, they hit the old lady. Yeah. And that doesn't kill her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's true. There, there's some shit that goes down. Yeah, and then Punky Brewster's like, oh, she's a witch, this is magic. And then they all suddenly, they all right away believe in magic. Uh, and then the Book of the Dead is there because K&B worked on the movie. and then, Yeah, literally. and then, And then, so the car didn't hit her. But the guy knocking her over and lighting the barn on fire, that that's what does her in. But it doesn't even do her in.
1: Yeah. She got she got hit with a mag light and she's like, I'm calling my fucking demon on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she calls
0: up Pumpkinhead. She phones him up. I guess. Who's who's not Pumpkinhead? It's the boy who is a pumpkinhead. <laughs> yes.
1: Right, like it's a race. Are you are you lost yet? Because we were.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Pumpkin Boy pumpkin is boy. like, hey, I know I gotta kill these kids, but I got some shit to deal with. So he goes and kills the 50s dudes first. Yeah, well, well, here's the thing. is like, he just,
1: it appears that he goes around and just murders a bunch of yokels, in which we'll get to. Like, right. you yeah. don't have names, just like, they're just doing random shit. And then the movie's like, oh yeah, we should probably identify these people. Y- yeah. And, and the movie repeatedly reminds you they're either hicks, morons, or degenerates.
0: Yeah, so you don't feel bad for them. So we just fucking kick
1: this movie right off with a good old fashioned bat beating this poor well, mother- hang on i want to talk about the opening credits real fast okay go for it this shit opens up with like the p- peak 90s like discount chemical brothers prodigy <laughs> industry music which is so not what i think of when i think of Pumpkinhead. i just think of christian bale with fucking two guns doing some gunkata yeah. <laughs> <dark room. laughs> and it ends with an explosion that transitions into a fireplace i'm like okay movie <laughs> you've got me it's like Friday the 13th yeah right and then we're, tr- we're we're thrown to we're thrown to the 50s and it's black and white and we I swear to God it's stolen from tremors the, the music suddenly shifts to... <laughs> bang, bang, bang. actually
0: that that music kind of sounded like pumpkinhead one from what I can remember yeah absolutely yeah, yeah.
1: I was like what is this fucking like? softcore like 80s synth shit and then all of a sudden it's just like twang backwoods water music and i'm like oh there we go here we go (laughs) it's like the most generic just western fucking like royalty free music that like everybody used at that time what kind of music do you want to hear i don't know something rustic here slide (laughs) slide guitar here we go Throw a didgeridoo in there occasionally to mix it up. <laughs> Pumpkin here. But yeah, we opened up with, uh, it's Farron Woods. The Farron Woods. Like, that fucking matters, right? Like, they made a point to say, like, it takes place in the Farron Woods. <laughs> cool. Um... Okay. <laughs> it's 1958. And it's 1958, and this old woman, uh, this old crone, not the same one from the first movie, is outside like, Tommy! 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 <laughs> has a
0: plate of old food. Looks like pig slop.
1: Dude, it's eyeballs.
0: Yeah, she's feeding him like a dog. And it's like, isn't that your kid? Like, what? What are you doing? I don't know if it's her kid.
1: She's like, ah, pizza nowhere to be found. Maybe I'll just give him this rotting three day old food. Maybe he'll eat this. I'll just leave it in the grass. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then, uh uh, 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 Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th Part Two reaches over and grabs
0: the plate of food. <laughs> <laughs> He looks like that and the uh the calibus from the Clash of the Titans reboot. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Which you got you guys did that movie, right? Yeah, we sure did. We did. Oh, that movie's shit. But yeah, so he reminded me of that. <laughs> how's that uh how's that t shirt
1: holding up uh there, Connor? Huh? Real quick, Lillian Shalvin as uh the old lady Osi in this. Does anybody know who that is? No. no. No? Fucking Mother Superior from Silent Night, Deadly Night? Oh, my oh, God, yeah. Boy. What a cameo. The only other fucking movie that I've seen her in besides uh, this is Predator 2, When Danny Glover goes to see the scientist with, like, the-, the bar. Oh,
0: yeah, her. I remember her.
1: It has no weight. It's almost no... Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: oh man she's great yeah (laughs) what is she doing in this movie i don't know she's
1: covered in makeup you can't even tell it's her
0: so so who did her voice because that is not her voice i don't know because
1: she she sounds like a withered tired old man she's like hello
0: tommy where are you here's your old food and they have her like talking in slow motion but it doesn't like the footage is in slow motion but the audio just sounds like a guy going tommy no (laughs)
1: as <laughs> these fucking beat they're not even beating these are fucking squares, dude. They're they're like yeah. in a car club and shit and they're hammered. They they just chase after this poor kid and they beat him senseless with a fucking baseball bat like yeah it was pretty intense like i didn't remember it being that intense well and then then the main kid takes it to the next level with the fucking switchblade and just everyone just stands there as he casually just like swipes at this guy for a minute or two well well, yeah they they string him up on like they're over this abandoned mine shaft and there's like crane hooks that are suspended above it and someone's like string him up and they just do yep um and then they stab at him like he's a fucking pinata uh well the main one does this fucking guy stabs him like 900 times it's, it's messed up it is uh and they're like drop him and then they just proceed to absolutely murder the shit out of this kid um but the whole time like uh, old lady is like is like Rah! and she's just rolling on the ground feeling this pain i don't know why oh it's, that's the thing from the first movie that they carried over. remember that yeah but it doesn't make sense <laughs> not at all <laughs> no it doesn't that's the problem
0: i guess maybe it does when you learn the twist at the end which i can't well, right. wait till we get to the twist <laughs> at the end but, or the toward the end the twist yeah. uh but but yeah right off the bat it doesn't make any sense uh
1: so they drop this poor fuck down a down a mine shaft and then uh we fast forward to um oh yeah we go to the sheriff andrew robinson yep sean sean brodak
0: he's great i, I actually like andrew robinson He's really good in this. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's better than he has to be like he doesn't have to be this good
1: <laughs> and he's rocking that mustache man I, c- yeah. I kind of want him to give me a mustache ride I've, dude I. They, he, this came out the same year as Child's Play 3 I feel like he was doing them simultaneously oh I think he had one in that movie too no that's what I'm saying it was like the same year <laughs> I uh, can't shave the mustache I have multiple roles with it oh my god it's like the inverted Henry Cavill thing his mustache just carried over between films instead of having it digitally erased <laughs> you know what i'm feeling it here we go
0: yeah i wish he was in more things that i see but it looks like he's mostly like tv and voiceover stuff now
1: he's probably still getting those fucking Hellraiser checks yeah dimes and nickels here and there he's getting those to the day he dies he gets a letter he's like they made a new one
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he's like a really like kind and caring guy in this and he's actually like putting effort Into the role, and it's like, oh, don't do that for this one. You know, you can phone this one in, Andrew.
1: Like, (laughs) come on, (laughs) hey man, he's like, he takes his job seriously, and I thank him for that. He does. He he's a true actor. (laughs) Um. So he plays this cop. F- okay, so I was confused about this too in the beginning because I remember him being from the town and I'm watching it and he's like, yeah, we just moved here from the big city. Yeah, he moved back. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, they really make sure you understand that they're <laughs> new in town. I think they <laughs> give like four or five lines of dialogue to make sure you know they just moved here. But that's <laughs> the thing. Like, like he's already lived there. So it's like, oh, now we got to get to know the
0: same people over again? Is that... What we're doing? I mean, towns change when sure. you leave, I guess. If I went back to my old neighborhood, I wouldn't know half most of the people
1: there. Yeah, but this this strikes me as a town where the people who live there never fucking leave. Oh yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah, everyone's still there. Like it's it's unreasonable that Pumpkinhead didn't have to get like a flight to another town <laughs> to kill one of those guys. Like they all stayed in the same town. No one ever moved. No one ever died in between like no one
1: (laughs) fucking pumpkin head like scatman crothers in the shining like on the fucking plane
0: (laughs) just sitting there just
1: spacing out
0: you're telling me none of those guys are in prison they all grew up to be (laughs) upstanding like or just died well you know if you
1: think about it they they got away with murder so they're clearly like you know upper class white privileged men so doesn't shock me entirely
0: Uh, I guess. Also, their,
1: their, their, their friend is a literal judge. So. Yeah.
0: I guess. <laughs> Does Tommy
1: act kind of like Pennywise, in a sense? Where, like, they all they all came together to kill him and they all, like, lived, like, shitty, like, high-class white people lives?
0: I was kind of thinking that, honestly. Yeah. Man, but Pennywise, he had a really great plan. I'm going to take over the world, but just I'm just going to be in this town. <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> but only every 30 years. And it's like, oh, what do <laughs> What are we going to do? Maybe we should just leave the town.
1: I could dominate your incredibly fragile race, but I'm going to stay in Maine.
0: <laughs> it's the same thing with Pumpkin He's like, oh, I'm going to get vengeance, but only if you're like within six miles. Cause... Only in the backwoods areas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, because it, the, the sheriff and his wife are talking about, oh, yeah, this will be good for us, Then it'll be good for our daughter. And his wife's like, well, I'm kind of worried about her. Cut to like... Oh, let's make these teenagers look like degenerates. They're like lighting up a joint. They're making out. They're like going to skip class. And of course, Jenny's walking right up to him, like, huh, I want to be friends with these people. Amy Dolan's, dude. Sign me up for that. Also, who is this? This, uh, the lead kid among this group of idiots. He looks super familiar and I can't put my finger on where he is. I just, I forgot to look him up. I don't know. His name's Danny, though. I will say if I saw some people just, like, being that ballsy sitting right outside the fucking high school hitting a J, I might walk up and ask for a hit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, Sean, how about you, you should come to Las Vegas for a day and just see what kind of stuff happens in broad daylight. <laughs> Get the true experience? Yeah, I've had, I've had two people try to sell me meth from their cars in broad daylight in a parking lot that's just open. Hey, maybe you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, what'd you call it? that? That actor, uh, he was in Meatballs Four, <laughs> Return Return of the Living Dead Three. Oh, yes. he's
1: the boyfriend in that movie. Okay, and that's it. And that was the end of his career. <laughs> They're all immediately shitty people, um, and uh, Jenny's gonna hang out with him because fuck it, she hates her dad. I guess does she hate her dad?
0: I didn't really get that she hated her dad.
1: I think it was like that weird, like kind of tension because he's a cop and she's a teenager because at the end they're like when they make up they're like man i don't know why i was ever mad at you dad he's like me neither it was weird <laughs> <laughs> they never like go into what she did in the city to cause them to move but it's some bad shit yeah it's like implied by her quote unquote friends no by her dad she's like ah you, you you're doing it all over again this is why we had to move to this fucking town <laughs> Yeah, like it's Big Bully or some shit. And it's like, what, because she's, like, having a beer?
0: <laughs> like, smoking a... Did you kill a witch in this city? You had a beer at a party. We're going to go to the town where the pumpkin demon lives. <laughs> That'll set you straight. <laughs> That's better than this.
1: Let's go to this town where I know of a nursery rhyme about a fucking vengeance demon that comes around every now and then. Also, there's a boy who was dropped into a mine shaft. Those two things aren't related. <laughs> well, then we, we go to the, the sheriff station, and we get this first interaction with this fucking hunter... Uh, Ernst. Oh, I can't believe you raised the price on the hunting licenses. Uh, that'll be $10, sir. Oh, my God. It's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I like the way things were before. He
0: blames the sheriff and the judge like, hey, look, the price goes up. He had nothing to do with them. He's like, well, I liked it better before. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure everyone liked the price better before, uh- but <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> not really his fault like ugh. i liked when gas cost 50 cents in
1: 1964 by the way don't don't call me slick and everyone's like okay slick <laughs> i never liked when you call me slick my name's ernst and he's like yeah all right slick it's like fucking tommy lee jones and men in black <laughs> <laughs> they mean it means precisely dick <laughs> so then we're fucking and it's, uh He, uh, Andrew Robinson has to go get, like, a fucking physical, and just so we can get introduced to this doctor character, Delilah? Yeah. His fucking mistress? (laughs) Or whatever? (laughs) Yeah! That woman has more screen time than his wife, and acts way, like, every time he interacts with his wife, it's like, do you know that person? Is she hired help? Like, oh, it's your wife. I couldn't tell. Um... And like this doctor character is like embracing him the whole movie, and is at his house for like breakfast and shit. Like,
0: yeah, why wouldn't they just be like, there is no wife, and he's got like a relationship with this doctor girl? Like, sure, I just mean, simplify the script a little bit because I, yeah, I,
1: you're right. I kept forgetting the wife was in the movie. She's she's more she's like anecdotal than anything, right? Yeah. Hello, wife. She's like hi, and just walks away. Maybe you should do that bye he looks at the camera he's like that's right i'm married yeah. i sure am go make dinner now Din- oh yeah she's there to say dinner's ready <laughs> <laughs> and then she just
0: fucks off someone's like who's that hey honey we're talking about a. we're talking about a pumpkin demon here you... <laughs> dude when we fucking get to that shit
1: <laughs> oh my goodness uh so she's so she comes in she's like hi i'm delilah my mo- my mother was a witch or whatever. A witch doctor. A witch doctor. Okay. Cool. These are things that you bring up in casual conversations. We're not we're not in like New Orleans, no, right, yeah, like there is no voodoo shit going on. I don't know. It's just very. It's, it's just like a weird thing to be like, "Hey, uh, just met you. By the way, I have some voodoo in my blood." Just, just to say that to be like to make it more believable, like to make her more believable when she's like, "Yep, it's Pumpkinhead, all right." Uh, yeah, sure, <laughs> it's Pumpkinhead two TM. Uh, we also have this fucking mayor is introduced in this scene. He just kind of strolls in. Ah, <laughs> hey, you're a
0: hard man to find, Sheriff. Ha-
1: hand, hand me my guitar, please, Roger Clinton, fucking. Comes right in. Yeah,
0: wait, can we mention that's that Bill Clinton's younger half brother,
1: <laughs> Roger
0: Clinton, who was in a band.
1: Oh my god, this is the Clinton that was locked in the fucking attic.
0: Yeah, he was only in like he like he's in stuff as like a small. Oh, in Spy Hard, he was Agent Clinton. That that was <laughs> that was such a stretch for him.
1: When he gets roles, does he go like, yeah, you know, my brother? He got to play the, you know, he got to play the trumpet on. Uh... Arsenio, can I uh, you know, get the guitar? That's my thing. Can I uh, play it or at least
0: mention it? Wait, wait, wait. That's what he opens up with? My brother played Not my brother was a president for eight years of America? That's how he gets the job.
1: My brother was on Arsenio Hall. And also it was the saxophone, not the trumpet, just to correct myself on that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you're right. That would be a weird thing to open with. <laughs> I mean it's better than saying uh, Roger Clinton, you know, brother of guy that was friends with Epstein. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think he like uses that? as like, hey, I was also on that plane. They're like, Whoa. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because <laughs> oh, no. he's probably like used to like riding Bill's coattails and like he hasn't like broken that habit. Hey, bud, I was on there too. Don't forget me. I feel like they don't talk. I'm just assuming they don't talk. I don't think so. Oh my god. Yeah, so he's just there, and the whole time you're just like, that's Bill Clinton's brother. Like <laughs> yeah. What's
1: he doing? I don't know. He's just so ridiculous. He looks like a fucking 70s uh, football player, this guy. He's got, like, soul glow hair and, like, a fucking, like, Trump suit. And they're like, yeah, just hand me my
0: guitar. This isn't weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he should be selling me Bud Light. Could you imagine being their dad? What do your, your sons do? Oh, well, one of them is the president of the United States. <laughs> and the the other one was in Pumpkinhead 2. And then Roger's in Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings. <laughs>
1: And spy hard. <laughs>
0: but he played a mayor once.
1: <laughs> so then he says some, like, cryptic shit to the, the, the fucking sheriff about, yeah, you know, this town. He's like, uh, something about Pumpkinhead. I gotta go. <laughs> He's like, you wouldn't want your daughter getting fucked by the filth in this town. Pumpkinhead, 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 <laughs> goodbye. That's fucking the sheriff is like, what? I wonder what he was trying to tell me. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna remember conveniently in about a half an hour. Yeah, yeah. So we go to this fucking mine shaft, and these oh idiots are fucking drunkenly like hanging all over it. Like you skip school to fucking drink beer at a, an abandoned mine shaft.
0: What is up with this mine shaft? Like, I don't
1: know. When they showed this in the beginning of the movie, I did not realize this would be a central point to the film. It's like the only set they built, so they just kept using it. <laughs> there is a set. Um, I want to say uh it was used in motel hell i was reading about it um i, I don't remember which part it is though anyway wow, they really got their money's worth <laughs> <laughs> i question mark but yeah they're they're fucking around this mine shaft and uh basically long story short her fucking dad shows up and she's like ah oh, shit my dad Oh, yeah, and and Danny, this guy Danny, who's, like, a, the, the leader who was smoking a joint and invited her in. He's like, hey, if I swing across this mine shaft on this chain, will I get a kiss? And he fucking, he, he's like, how about I do with my eyes closed? And he, like, jumps over, he, like, swings over this fucking chasm, and then just, like, fucking, pl- like, just starts eating Amy Dolan's face off? <laughs> <laughs> And then Andrew Robinson pulls up. And he's like, hey, can you stop fucking licking my daughter? Uh, aren't, you the, aren't you the the judge's kid? And he's like, yeah, that's right. Uh, my name's Danny Dixon, sir. Uh, your daughter, you know, uh, we were hanging out or whatever. I wasn't sucking her face over to mine, Chef. I'm not like creepy Mark Wahlberg from Fear at all. <laughs> well, then Braddock, he turns to his daughter and he says, come to daddy. Ah! Oh, my
0: goodness. Look, look, I... I love andrew robinson but i will say like the end of hellraiser he clearly wasn't on the same page with the other actor playing no no like he plays frank so not that i have a problem with it it's great but it's like wow you didn't even talk to that other actor no
1: did you watch the dailies okay he's just like "I'm, i'm frank and i'm gonna fuck everything that moves and then he's like all right who come to daddy now i'm uncle frankie <laughs> so the, you know, fucking uh Andrew Robinson takes Amy Dolan, throws her in the car, and they fucking drive off. And then, like, it's just this fucking stinger, and all of a sudden it's nighttime, and the music decides to come back on. And boy, the music in this movie is certainly music. Yeah, and she she goes to leave her house in the dark with the full moon out, and because essentially. You know, on the way home, her father gives her a hard time. He's like, I don't want you hanging out with those people. And she kind of blows him off. And then just is like, ah, fuck you, dad. And just sneaks off with them. He's like, I don't want to have to move again if you fuck something up. If you release a demon from hell again. (laughs) (laughs) Again. they,
0: they, They definitely moved. After this movie, right? I'm like another t-
1: I don't know. They're like the town heroes now. We'll, we'll- the, the, the drive out of the town is just quiet and everyone's staring out windows. And he's like, I can't believe you did it again. They're like the family that just like has never left Camp Crystal Lake. Like yeah. they're still there. Like ah, what are the odds that it's going to happen again? Yeah. It only happens once every year for eight years. Every 23rd spring for 23 days. If it were that infrequent, you would have a reason to stay. Yeah, but they're like, uh, yeah, she flees with these rebellious group of douchebags, and they're like, what'd you say to your dad? She He's flees. Like, like, nothing. I snuck out. <laughs> she sneaks out with these fucking kids to go, but I don't know what, joy Joyride? One of the kids is like, yeah, man, let's go fucking cow tipping, dude. And the one chick's like, let's show her how we really have fun by going to some old lady's house. Well, first it's, uh, I'm gonna drive in this desolate highway without my lights on and no hands. It's like, what the, who fucking gives a shit? Uh, but then he turns him on, and he fucking just runs over uh, this, this old lady from the beginning of the movie. And she seemingly is like, she's like, son of a bitch! I'm fine. D- oh, she's like a deer, man. She bounces right back. Yeah. She, she just runs off into the darkness. <laughs> oh, yeah. She gets up and runs into the fucking woods.
0: She's fine. She is, <laughs> like, I she- can't stress it enough. It's nothing happened to her. She's totally fine. She is completely
1: cognitive and mobile. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, we killed her. And they're, I'm like, you killed her? She left. She runs <laughs> off into the night. And they're like, where did she go? She fucking disappeared. <laughs> we got to find her. And she's like, who was that? And he's like, nobody. And he's like, all right. It was this witch named Osi that lives in the woods. And like, fuck, man. We got to like go to her house or some shit. Yeah. And I'm like. Why? And the entire time, Danny's just complaining that the front of his car is fucked up. Ah, look what this bitch did to my car. So she is like a deer. She fucking wrecks his car and then fucking gets up and vanishes into the woods. Oh, yeah,
0: man. Just like a goddamn deer does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, like, like you're saying, for some reason, they go to the house, I guess, just to be like, oh, are you okay so that you don't fucking sue us? Yeah. You want to go to the house just to check on her, to finish the job, <laughs> right? That's what that's what fucking Danny's thinking. Right, yeah. What, yeah, Dan- Danny's like, I'm not getting, yeah, Danny's like, I'm not getting, I know what you did last summer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d- d- Denim Danny over here, he's Denim like, we're, we're putting him, putting her out of her misery. The
1: fucking dancer's going to sh- fucking stab this woman. <laughs> so they go to the fucking old house. Hack- more place and um uh they're like banging on the door and they're like they're like oh, oh hey you home or whatever i think we just hit you with our car might have just ran you over <laughs> and they just like <laughs> they just like walk into this woman's house and they find a bunch of magic shit yeah like generic magic shit
0: oh oh, before that they go by the uh the graveyard oh that's right that's right that's right. oh my god which they call pet cemetery i know
1: tm (laughs) i'm sitting there like about trying to get mad about that and i'm like looking at i'm like you know what it kind of does it kind (laughs) of (laughs) does and then at some point one of them picks something up and she's like wow it's like from the book of shadows i'm like that's why it's not in blair witch 2 it's been sitting in this fucking movie the whole time Uh, uh, oh i think i just went blind quick quick question who thought that this fucking, like, ritual dirt circle was creepier than a forest with, like, uh, a tree of the dead in the middle of a fucking pumpkin patch?
0: There, no one. Yeah,
1: a pumpkin patch with an elevated patch where you're like, oh, that's definitely something important. Yeah, that's where some bad shit lives, you know?
0: <laughs> like- no, they, uh, they 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 couldn't build that patch, I'm um, assuming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this woman, this, this old woman also has, like, up to, like a uh, to scale model of the graveyard in her house <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe she's remodeling it she's gonna fix it she's expanding
1: yeah <laughs> she's like all right in the and the other the other headstones are gonna go here and i'm gonna put a mausoleum over here i'll move the little stone boundaries over this way a
2: little more
0: but like yeah it's weird that it's like oh wow there's my son he's dead he's right over there but sometimes I don't want to walk to his grave, so I'm going to make a little diorama of his grave.
1: <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> I, I can still view it then, at least. When, when
0: it snows, I can still <laughs> mourn him as if I'm at his grave. <laughs> I don't want to
1: leave my hut to walk 20 feet to the grave, but I'll walk a mile and a fucking half to cross the road and get hit by a fucking car. Yeah, what was she, yeah, what doing? Was she doing? Did she just go to the fucking 7-Eleven and get a Coke? <laughs> Cigarettes or something? just wanted to get my Winstons. <laughs> I got fucking run over. They
0: never explain what she's doing. She's just out in
1: the woods. She's like Matilda from Rumpelstiltskin, eating fucking sausage out of a can and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see it cat food probably. Ew. Yeah, but like in the middle of in the middle of this model is like a little vial of blood and Danny's like, I should steal this. Well, not even that, but it's like they walk in trying to see if this woman's alive and they just start like rummaging through all her shit, like eating her food ever refrigerator,
0: <laughs> drinking her beer. She does not have a refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they take that like quote unquote book of shadows page which is like just like some random like demonic gibberish written on a piece of paper. Oh, it's the it's the most hokiest horse shit you'll ever hear anyway. Yeah, and then somebody's like, yeah, you know about Magic Marcy, and she's like, this is a step above Ouija boards. I'm like, oh, so you don't know magic, (laughs) then? Like, at all. If Ouija boards are where you're starting. Yeah, if if the the Milton Bradley branded product toy that is sold (laughs) as a parlor trick is your magic expertise, then you're fucking useless. It was on sale at Spence's.
2: So... I, at
1: one point, fucking Danny's like, look at this, man, cursed blood. And look at this, man, a fucking spell incantation that brings the dead back to life. By the way, I was a warlock in high school. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this guy talking about? How does he know that?
0: I have no yeah. idea.
1: It. This is where shit gets super convoluted, right? Because it's just like, yeah, okay, so you happenstance come across this shit, and now you want to use it because the, the whole reason they want to use this stuff to quote-unquote bring something back from the dead is because they're bored yeah that's the
0: plot they said they're thrill seekers and i guess that's the most thrilling thing they could think of so
1: so, yeah they have to cross necromancy off their list (laughs) (laughs) go big or go home you know i love how um Marcy's like, yeah, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do this. And then, like, proceeds to do it all. <laughs> and then it's, and then after it's all done, she's like, all right, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, pretty much.
0: I was going to say, like, uh, Danny, like, clubs her in the head with the flashlight. Like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh,
1: it's right. Yeah, she comes back during this whole thing. She's like, hey, what are you doing in my house? So here's the thing. J- you know, how... F- now, you guys remember... Everybody remembers Pumpkinhead, and you guys just watched it. But, like, yeah. how fucking creepy is haggis. She's like, oh Ed Holly, you coming to fucking get the devil's vengeance. Oh my god. It's one of the best parts of the movie, really. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and the way she's always she's always sitting away from him. She doesn't look at him, like she doesn't make eye contact. She's like staring at her fireplace, like
0: pumpkin hag! But he's all like, God damn you, and she's like, he's already has it,
2: Holly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that
0: that was awesome. And then, it's fucking creepy, man. And this one, the old lady's all like, you guys are gonna. Get killed by Pumpkinhead, baby. You hit me with your car, you fuckfaces. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: Pumpkinhead's coming back for reasons. Grandma's tripping out on acid, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, cause that, and yeah, this is when Danny fucking mag lights her in the head. Oh, he fucking KOs this old woman. Yeah, and then she, doesn't she, like, fall over and knock over a candle and then the house kind of, you know... She, no, 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 no. She falls over and it takes her, like, nine years to <laughs> crawl over to a table? And then knocks a candle over and lights right. herself on fire? <laughs> Like, these kids don't even do anything, really. I mean, besides punch her in the head. How could you do this to me? I'm calling a demon. These
0: these guys are assholes, but she kind of killed herself. She kind of like, yeah. killed herself. Like, And honestly,
1: like, I, as her house starts to burn down and they're digging up this plot, like Jenny fucking like is like oh I'm done and then she kind of goes back that way and sees the house on fire and instead of going in and possibly saving this woman she like runs all the way back to the other people to get their (laughs) I guess help first she just screams at the house yeah (laughs) well well, she's got to wait till they're done doing what they're doing and then she'll go back over don't stop burning it's not working (laughs) It's like it's just the blanket was on fire when she saw the fire. And by the time she got back, the whole place was fucking
0: engulfed. Yeah. And then she doesn't even die. Lady, no. it, does, it still no. doesn't kill the old lady.
1: Uh, w- <sighs> only, you know what? Only because they complete this ritual is the only reason why OC doesn't die right here right now. But it doesn't
2: oh. fucking make any
1: sense. They, they take this fucking, quote unquote, cursed blood in this fucking piece of parchment. And then they fucking die. How does he know that there's a fucking body there? I don't know. To my dig favorite up? part about this is the POV shovel shot because it's never used again in any way in the movie, and it's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. Like there's a fucking camera attached to the handle of a shovel as it's going into dirt and coming out. I'm like, that was a weird choice. It never happens again. Do you know how long it takes to dig a six-foot hole? <laughs> a while. Dude. A while. A long time. Like Try all fucking day. Now this guy does it in like 15 minutes. Unless you have like a tractor, like it's not... <laughs> like a backhoe digging up this fucking coffin. So they yeah. open it up and fucking uh, Jason Voorhees is in there. <laughs> and they stab him with a fucking pike and then lightning strikes him. I tried to kill him, but I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck you Jason <laughs> Tommy Jarvis is there cowering D- Tommy walks up and he's like oh I'm, I'm at the wrong place I'm sorry about your business oh shit <laughs> yeah. it, I thought this was Camp Crystal
0: oh okay oh, bye Far screen is Farscreen far <laughs> No, this is this is Fern Hollow, whatever the hell they called it. We're, we're the other town that changed their name because of our pumpkin demon reputation. Oh, this is the
1: place with pumpkin heads. Got it. I got to go back to my ho- my hometown where the hockey mask guy is. You should be called Razorback Hollow. Now it's fer- Ferrer Forest.
0: So yeah, the, the witch also has the book of the dead. And it's yeah. like this yes. and like uh, fucking, what is it? Jason goes to hell. It's like, stop putting that thing... In things, all right.
1: Yeah. It was cute, and Jason goes to hell. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she falls over and she's like,
2: Kanda.
1: And then just like, ah, <laughs> oh, you fucking beat me to it, dude. Because that's what happens, right? When these fuckers, they're just like, Kanda. And then fucking nothing happens. And they're like, what a crock of shit, man. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but then, like, old woman's like, I've burned my house down. I'm calling a monster on you. Is that what happens? I mean,. That's how I took it. Yeah. I took it at I took it as she accidentally lit the house on fire. This uh model accidentally caught on fire and then I don't know, it just took a little while for that fucking pumpkin head to kick in. Yeah. My thing is like if my thing is like if if she did like she have some kind of precognition that this poor deformed child was
0: like did she look at him one day and go, "Hmm, you'd make a great pumpkin head." Well, well, that th- it gets explained later on. But but yeah in the beginning she she does the pumpkin head she says something about pumpkin head before they even bring him back to life. So she was just planning ahead. I don't fucking know.
1: Yes, this is a long game. Like break glass in case of emergency
0: <laughs> kind of shit. I
1: guess. Break glass in in case need of pumpkin head. Break for pumpkin head. In case of vengeance <laughs> break glass and it, you just fucking drop this blood on this fucking corpse. So so she gets lit on fire and I guess I don't know what happens. Yeah, the thing the thing lights up and ignites, and it's like, oh, okay, Pumpkinhead's back. And then I guess it, you you see him break out of the coffin. Which is kind of cool. So, okay, so Stan Winston did the effects for the first film and directed it. So I just think that's a cool thing, only because we've done a gnome named Norm, and it was the same yes. case, and the <laughs> contrasting films there are just hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, the thing here is, like, K&B is doing it, um, and they all worked for uh, for Stan, too. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like having Stan Winston do the effects for this. Yeah. Sort of. Stan Winston Studios. Um, I think Pumpkinhead yeah. looks pretty good in this. I thought it didn't yeah. look... As good as watching it again. Like I thought it looked shittier, but it actually it looks fine. Well, lighting lighting is a big thing. And the first movie is much darker, so he just kind of like there's a there's a, yes. a mood to him. And in this one, they're just like every time he's there, put fucking strobes behind him and blast the air audience with fucking light well, and smoke and lightning and
0: shit. That's the weird thing, because like apparently the suit technically was better, mm-hmm. but they lit it with these bright white lights that highlight everything. And it just looks so rubbery. And it's like, yeah. why did you why did you film it like this? You could have filmed this so much better. because
1: has got big, goofy hands. Yeah. It's also curious to me, too, because, like, Alice, Alec Gillis and um, Tom Woodruff Jr. worked on the first suit. And and, yeah. and Tom Woodruff was in the, uh, the actual Pumpkinhead suit. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why wouldn't you just use the same one again. Maybe it got damaged or something or or rights got, you know, handed over to somebody else.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't hold up over time. But plus, you know, No they no, no, no. I own... mean
1: like the same the same
0: molds and shit. Yeah, but they want to put their own stamp on it. Like what's sure. uh, what you call it? Al Gillis and them, they did like the Alien vs. Predator movies. Yeah, K and B did Predators and they did their own thing. And then the Predator, the main predator in that, kinda looks like the Predator from Alien vs. Predator 2 so you know they want their own kind of creative look. They don't want to like, sure. straight up, except for K yeah. straight up copy the one predator. But other than that, they want to have their own kind of style, which I I get, I get
1: for sure. I mean, I don't know. It,
0: it, it, it's kind of
1: like it's kind of like tomato tomato. Uh, I really hate the design of the predators in Alien versus Predator. Oh, the first one, yeah, that's terrible. Fucking gigantic, like they're huge. Oh my god, they're atrocious. And, and just the face looks like shit.
0: But I think Pumpkinhead looks fine in this. I just think sure. they filmed it horribly.
1: Yeah. Here's my question, because uh, I I watched the first one a few months back.
2: Mm.
1: When Pumpkinhead shows up in the first one, is there this fucking like tornado effect that follows him like it does in
0: this film? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not as shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's
1: very atmospheric and spooky. The thing about the first film, it's almost like a it. It almost has, like, a haunted house quality to it, but, like, haunted woods. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the first one feels like a fairy tale. The first one feels very much like a campfire story or, like, a scary story. Everything's very ethereal. Yeah. And this one is... What did you compare something to... It was, like, shotgunning a Red Bull and putting headphones in and listening to Megadeth? (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah, Shotgunning a Red Bull, putting headphones in and putting those uh uh those deprivation goggles on the or and just cranking like static in your ears. That's what this is like in comparison, because the first one is like is relying a lot on like lighting and atmosphere and mood, and this one's just like blah <laughs> <laughs> The, the first one is very much a lot... There's a lot of visual storytelling, too. And this one's just explaining everything you're seeing and sometimes three times over. Yeah. Espe- especially the end. One of my favorite things about the first movie is that he tends to kill people just by scruffing them like a kitten. He's like, you've been a bad cat. And he just picks him up by the back of the neck.
0: He does He does have some good kills in this. I'll give him that. Yeah,
2: for yeah. sure.
1: Well, the, I guess that was my, that's my whole point. The effects are way better than I, I, I remember them being. And Pumpkinhead specifically looks good it's just you know it's a matter of like the lighting and shit like you were saying so the next morning yeah <laughs> i fucking love this scene we have this fucking crime scene uh and this house is burned to the gr- to the ground there's nothing <laughs> <right>. <laughs> how did this woman But you know what's <laughs> not burnt the horrifying (laughs) scarecrow yeah well i I thought that was supposed to be pumpkin head for a hot second there i had to fucking rewind the movie and make sure i wasn't missing something
0: yeah that's like clearly like a dead body i feel like the cops should look into that yeah
1: yeah (laughs) um and the fuck she's gone they took her out of there? Yeah. They're just like, well, she went to the hospital because she's burned. And was- well, I guess, what, Pumpkinhead saved her? Is that the whole implication? Like, this house burned down and collapsed on top of her, and then they're just like, well, she's fine. Bring her to the hospital. Well, no, Pumpkinhead went in and got her out. That's the whole oh. thing. They're so like, oh, we found these claw marks around the window, and somebody dragged her out of the building. Yeah, because Super, yeah, super Detective Sheriff Man is like, this is an outside windowsill. Ooh, these claw marks. Somebody tried to get in. Uh, thanks,
0: thanks, Batman. So does Pumpkinhead not have to heal her or i don't know
1: <laughs> right yeah did
0: he drop her off at the fucking hospital yeah. <laughs> like he just
1: left her at the front door and rang the bell someone dropped this whole lady off they signed in his P head <laughs> 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 right next to her is a fucking uh an egg-shaped metal case while, while they're at the crime scene uh jenny and danny and all them are back at this fucking mine shaft And Danny is essentially, like, bullying everybody else into not saying anything. He's like, if you say something, it's, uh, I'm going to get you real good. The entirety of this fucking dude's dialogue for the rest of the movie is, I'll take care of it, and shut the fuck up, you're not going to say a word. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like Dutch from Red Dead 2, but, like, without any money, or, like, zero plan. Dutch had a plan, or some kind of plan, I think but it was all about him this guy has like not even he doesn't even have that you guys
0: should be a little, little bit of faith <laughs> <laughs> okay guys the, the book for i know what you did last summer was written in 1973 say so they they definitely stole the plot to the i know what you did last summer R- really i didn't i didn't oh. know that oh i believe it oh for sure yeah yeah I knew it was a book and I just checked right now I'm like when did that book come out? No shit. And I'm like a- 100% they read that book and they were like oh I like this whole thing with the teens hitting someone.
1: <laughs> oh man, I got to put a f- we got to put a pin on that for uh, CB
0: yeah yeah i gotta let him know so then we cut to the fucking police station and
1: Ernest comes back in and he's like oh Gall. my god he's like hey sheriff uh can i get my money back for my hunting license?" and he's like um yeah uh, why and he's like man I, 'cause because i ain't gonna go hunting in them woods no more the fucking pumpkin heads back we got we got we got so pumpkin head problem <laughs> we got ourselves another pumpkin head problem and he's just like what and the audience goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff, he's just like, can you elaborate? He's like, ah, uh, I'm some dumbass farmer. I wouldn't know. Ask the judge or the mayor. Yeah. Wink. I'm not the hunter anymore, man. I'm the hunted. Well, see you later.
0: Where's the thing? Like, it? although, he, oh, wait, he's one of the gang members, right? Uh,
1: yes. The, the gang.
0: Okay. I was going to say, because in the first one, they established like, Pumpkinhead will leave you alone unless you get in his way. That's right. a big
1: that's a big problem. So
0: for a minute I didn't know why he was like so scared. It's like just don't Yeah, this this is where
1: the movie ultimately starts for me anyway to just like fall apart at the seams because they're they introduce these these like I said yokel side characters who at surface level and first appearance don't have any connection to the plot whatsoever. They just kind of they just kind of come and go as they please. Because the movie doesn't make any attempt to do any kind of hard connections from the first five minutes to anything else until, like, I don't know, like an hour into the movie or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Way, way later. He also makes a comment about how he saw this red car up there by O.C.'s house. Because he was in the woods for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. I was walking I was walking through the woods, and I seen the car there. It must have been a kids. It was a Chevy red Cadillac, man. I had never seen a red <laughs> car before. Uh, and then the fucking house was on fire, but, you know, I just turned the other way. <laughs> ain't my problem, ain't my business. <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, fuck it. Pumpkin heads back Bye. I already helped murder one person. They didn't want to be responsible for a second. Right, but to Tony's point, like... Pumpkinhead is a vessel. He's not right. a cognitive
0: um Well, he is this time. I know, yeah. it's so silly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: He's not supposed to be. I agree with you, but this time he is. <laughs> it's such a
1: great Point of the first film, like the catharsis of Ed Hartley and Pumpkinhead's like kindred symbiotic relationship, and like none of that's here, and it's just kind of shoehorned. They're like, oh yeah, well. well, it's like they had they wanted their cake and you know they wanted their cake and eat it too because they wanted this whole storyline where he's coming back from like his own revenge, but then also the revenge of well this old woman being murdered but it's like yes. that should have just been two
0: separate movies at that point
1: agreed agreed
0: exactly it could have been two different movies
1: oh man my to-do list is just full of vengeance totally well he's a demon of vengeance but he also wants his own revenge for his personal reasons
2: <laughs> okay
1: I, I i did read that the first movie that originally was called uh vengeance the demon and they thankfully went with pumpkin <laughs> It's a terrible title. I think I think that's what it's called in like Germany.
0: I mean, some would argue pumpkinhead's not a better title. So. Yeah, I mean yeah.
1: <laughs> it's at least original, I suppose. No, but at least like like but, yeah, it jumps out in your head when someone says "pumpkin head." Like, yeah. yeah. You think of these movies and someone's like, yeah, first, one that, that movie is called The Demon, colon Vengeance. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
0: kind of reminds me of, like, Texas Chainsaw was going to be called Head Cheese at one point. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, that was yeah. a working title.
1: <laughs> well, then we go to uh, Danny fucking cleaning the blood off his car and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Robinson pulls up and he's just like looking at it like gotta be thinking in his head like this dumb motherfucker cause he just he's already pegging this kid right off the bat
0: yeah well I don't know if he, I don't know if he's pegging the kid I mean, that's a little. That's a little uh, I don't know what movie you watch. I think you might. Sk- I think you might have taken a break, watched something else.
2: But, yeah, uh,
1: no, maybe, maybe. Come to Daddy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's the sheriff. The sheriff reaches behind his head, undoes his zipper, and then it's Granny Van Damme. She's like, "Hello." Oh <laughs> God! She pulls it down, and he's like, I, I see you over there, boy. with your sexy red car?" Hello. I will tell you when you, ran someone over if you take off your clothes. <laughs> uh, let's make a deal, shall we? She breaks out of his skin and she's like in wheelchair. <laughs> she unzips and the wheelchair's already there. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. You got a handicap lift in
2: the back of that Cadillac or what?
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so the the judge comes out. He's like, he's like, because the judge is Danny's dad, right? Mm-hmm. And. And he's like, he's like, all right, is there a problem here, Sheriff, or whatever? And he's like, yeah, I, say, I was just talking to your boy about some shit. And he's like, yeah, Dad, uh, remember how I was home last night studying? Wink, wink. And he's like, yes, I, yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> and he's just like, yes, yeah, studying, because you're a fucking straight-A student. And he's like, oh, it's a nice car you got here. And the kid's like, yeah, man, it's probably like the only red car in like 50 counties.
0: Yeah, with with, with blood on it and a yeah, dent. Yeah. D- <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, where'd you get that dent from? I hit a dog. That's a big dog. <laughs> what a piece of shit. That's yeah. where you go to? Well, I'm just thinking that this guy's like, well, if I say I hit a dog, no one will give a shit. It's just a dog. It's like, what? What the? What is this guy talking about not even
0: like coyote just like a straight up dog it's like oh well
1: right he's running over somebody's golden retriever he's like no, big <laughs> deal it's just a dog dude he could have said anything like he bumped into i don't know i turned my lights off while i was driving and hit something who would have thought <laughs> <laughs> i was joyriding and i fucking killed somebody well not really well well <laughs> nice, nice in your car there danny you wouldn't happen to know anything about that hpc we have over in the hospital over there do you? i did some things that may have led to
0: somebody dying o- officer i was at home not raising the dead i didn't i didn't necromancy <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i was actually praying to make sure that the dead stay not raised officer it couldn't be me <laughs> Couldn't be me at all. <laughs>
1: Isn't the tagline for this movie? Uh, you it's some is some things are left uh, like dead enough alone or something like that. It's something really fucking cheesy.
0: Sometimes dead
1: is, bed- is better.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, sometimes dead is better?
1: <laughs> then they go to the hospital, the sheriff in the corner, Ugh. and and this uh, old lady is, like, in a full body cast in the <laughs> hospital bed. She's in full fucking Bugs Bunny cast, dude. Like, from head to toe. She she looks like a Warner Brothers cartoon who has a toothache. <laughs> well, then naturally the fucking wind kicks up, and that's just the signal for Pumpkinhead, and it's like to the point where it's like just blowing shit around inside this hospital room and i, I don't think i see any windows open
0: no it's magic someone someone's like who
1: turned the air on again <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening again uh every time that uh pumpkin kills somebody she has like this psychic connection where she kind of gets like the monkey shines vision yeah where she can kind of see inside his head why
0: because remember the first movie Joe? Yeah, exactly. Remember the first movie?
1: Remember that thing, remember with berries? The pump? Yeah, mhm, with the demon connection? <laughs> remember berries?
0: <laughs> oh, I love that they they let her wear her little relic uh necklace in the hospital bed.
1: Yeah, and it's the same it's like the same thing from the first one. He's like I may like <sighs> That is such a powerful part of the first movie. Yeah. And like here it's just like window dressing. Like, oh, yep. Remember that? Yep. Oh, they, 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 they completely bought the supposed sic- significance of it, like, right away.
0: Yeah, right. The symbolism of it is just, like, completely fucking wasted. Like, they changed it so much that they didn't have to do this plot point. No. Like, they didn't have to do Pumpkinhead, because Pumpkinhead's not turning into her. Every time he kills, he doesn't look more and more like an old lady. Right. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. there's no reason for them to do this other than they did it in the first movie.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, the director was like, yeah, I remember that movie. Didn't that happen? Yeah, okay, put that in there. Pumpkinhead 1? I saw it on the shelf at Blockbuster. Sure, I'll make your sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the cover once. And, like, I guess Pumpkinhead's just giving out gifts, man, because yeah. we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> well, this guy, you know, you see the granny from the hospital bed freaking out, and you cut the pumpkin head and uh, he's walking around and the, he goes after Ernst first and Ernst is like oh fuck I ain't going down without a fight yeah. and he runs into like I guess his meat locker slash barn I guess and he's, he's got his mach- his uh, he's got his shotgun and he's like oh, oh, I'll protect myself with this and the second he sees Pumpkinhead he's like literally shit his pants and is like fumbling his gun <laughs> the monster how does this fucking monster see anything <laughs> it has like it has like it has the same vision as the werewolves from American Werewolf in Paris like except red it's that same fu- yeah it's that same stupid blurry filter where your depth of field is all jacked up oh yeah <laughs> this guy gets it fucking bad all of these sequences where pumpkin head like makes an entrance are fucking cool
0: yeah they are
1: uh no no bones about it like he busts into this fucking barn and just fucking ham slaps this guy across the face into like he like seemingly every time Pumpkinhead enters the scene he snaps into a slim jim he's like and just like bursts through a fucking door or a wall oh yeah man he fucking shoots down a whole a fucking uh kool-aid comes right through that wall
0: The only thing not cool about that scene is when he first, like, grabs the dude, like, there's, like, a light above Pumpkinhead that just keeps hitting him in the head. I know. <laughs> it's like, did no one, like, decide to, like, you know, maybe, like, shoot this again and move <laughs> him over a couple feet? Like- yeah.
1: Also, because this suit has these gigantic, funny fucking hands... Every time it goes to grab somebody, they linger on it just long enough for you to go, oh, the magic is ruined. Because, like, these things clearly can't grip anything. Yeah. But it just, like, it, it, just, it just lays paws on people's shoulders, and they cut, and he's being thrown. Like,
0: oh, that, that ruined the magic? Not the obvious wire that's hoisting the guy
2: up in the <laughs> yeah. air? That didn't ruin the magic for you?
0: Because that
1: took me out of the movie. <laughs> you know what You know what really fucked me up, personally? Like, I know where the eye holes are on this thing, and, like, yeah. they're so gaping in this film. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, oh,
1: man, there, there they are. What are those two <laughs> giant vents underneath this thing's head in its neck?
0: They are huge. They are gigantic.
1: like seeing that tiny man in Donatello's mouth. <laughs> yeah. So he throws this guy, he throws this guy across the room, and he gets, like, his ass stuck up a fucking meat hook or something. Or something, yeah. And, and like, that wasn't enough. Like, this guy really needs to die brutally. So Pumpkinhead just, like slashes at him until all his arms and legs fall off and then just just eviscerates him this guy gets it the worst out of all of these guys and i think like he has the littlest to do with the with the murder of this guy yeah he was the guy like holding the car smoking a cigarette while I did what they were doing (laughs) yeah well what'd you guys do they come back he's like oh how'd it go oh no don't
0: worry about it all right did you guys notice this guy had every single wind chime and wind ornament in the world (laughs) and we kept cutting back to it It, they kept doing close-ups to every (laughs) wind chime and wind ornament ever I'm like why did he have so many why does he have one inside the barn and didn't he have
1: one that was just pigs like it was just little pigs yeah because it had to signify that pumpkin head was there he brings that
0: fucking gale force with him is that his pumpkin head like alert system
1: yeah
2: right
0: (laughs) He's inside the barn. Oh shit! <laughs> All
1: the chimes in my entire barn rang at the same time. Oh no, it's Job. Oh my god, there's a fucking that, that that's terrifying. My 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 battle cry will be ringing every every wind chime on the planet Earth. <laughs> that's Pumpkinhead's fucking war cry. Yeah, before he goes into before he goes into you know cyber fair and woods, whatever the fuck. <laughs> And I have to say, like we go to another like next day scene, another next day crime scene, and I'm sitting there thinking, like Pumpkinhead for like a solid week is terrorizing this town, and he just like he kills someone at night, next morning kills someone at night, next morning. Does he take a nap? And the next morning shots are always like someone with their hands like all the way up, like like full, like you know, pressed against their ribs, like like almost their rib on their waist. They're like, hmm, ain't that a thing. Do they, do they, does he like go take a nap in the mine or some shit? Right. Yeah. I don't know
0: what he does, but then he, I know he leaves some artwork up. He leaves like the blood wings on the, at the crime scene. He draws the fucking Chrysler sign on the wall and he's like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he, he draws, he draws a little bird. He's like,
1: eep, eep. <laughs> what does this mean? Well, Andrew Robinson sees it twice and is like, I know what those are. They're blood wings.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> TM. But before that, before that, he's like, "Look at this unusual blood splatter." It's like, "Yeah, that's not a blood splatter, asshole. Like that's clearly <laughs> like- <laughs> deliberate." I'm not even a forensic guy, and I know that.
1: How the how the fuck do you figure out that windowsill thing? But you think
0: that's spatter? <laughs> yeah. I
1: just imagine fucking pumpkin in head standing there with a stencil and just like spraying the blood on it and
2: just, like making sure if it looks right. He's
1: got a little mask on. Judge Dixon walks in and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, must have been a fucking cougar. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what it was. Ripped this man's extremities off. Yeah, they came down from the mountains that I see all over your town.
0: Yeah, yeah, the cougars. They're known, they're known for hanging people up on hooks. <laughs> And ripping their arms and legs off. And then not eating them. And then crawling no. on the walls and leaving. <laughs> Classic cougar Sp- pan. <laughs> he makes a comment like,
1: yeah, the fucking cougar got in and stole somebody's chicken. And I'm like,
0: this is not even <laughs> close to that. No. Uh, and then and then of course the, the the nerd the doctor's there who apparently i guess is csi in this town
1: <laughs> i love i love how the doctor's like yeah these are weird claw marks it it's was made by nothing known to man right <laughs> because 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 no animals known to man have claws so it must be pumpkin man <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, because she takes the pictures, and they're back at uh, the sheriff's house afterwards. Okay, this is one of my favorite scenes, because, like, it's clearly breakfast time or something like that. And this woman walks up, she's like, anyway, here's my autopsy report (laughs) on the table, like. Well, yeah, she's talking about the claws, and then Jenny overhears this, because they're talking about how it's connected to the fire at the old woman's house. And she hears it, and she, like, is like, (gasps) and drops a plate, like, over-dramatically.
0: Where My my favorite part about the scene is when it opens up, it's like the the cop and the doctor are talking and the wife is in the background out of focus and it's like <laughs> why why is she in the movie there's no reason for her to be here food's done
1: <laughs> she's washing dishes She's quietly eating her supper while these fucking people are like, it was a demon from hell. (laughs) While while this guy in his, like, what is clearly someone he's fucking on the side (laughs) is in the house.
0: Oh my goodness. Don't worry, honey. We gotta talk about this murder that happened. Just finish making our dinner.
1: Why why don't you go take your eggs and sit in the fucking den? (laughs) (laughs) And this is when uh, this this, uh, CSI woman basically explains Pumpkinhead, like how he works. Yeah, and then it's not what actually happens in the movie. Right? No, not at right? all. <laughs> it's she's like, "Yeah, I heard you you when you, when something somebody does something bad to you, you can conjure up Pumpkinhead and he'll kill them all." But you damned forever. You you, you call one eight hundred pumpkin head. <laughs> <laughs> just say his name three times. Isn't there also? Isn't this also the nursery rhyme that uh, the sheriff says? Yeah. Oh my god. You want to talk about fucking dumb? That the sheriff just is just like, oh yeah. Now that you mention it, pumpkin head. <laughs> yeah, but remember in the first movie when the little kids do it to that little boy and they're like pumpkin head. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 and they're like yeah. saying the whole thing. Um. This close-up on Andrew Robinson, like, saying this nursery rhyme is probably one of the stupidest things in the movie. Yeah, it's, like, way over the top. I'm not sure if we passed over yet, but, like, there's a scene, I think it's early in the movie, where Jenny and her dad, or the sheriff, are in the car talking, and they keep doing, like, shot-reverse-shot. There's also a rear-view mirror that keeps, like, reflecting the other person in the conversation, but the mirror keeps shifting
0: positions, like... To show, I'm like, rear mirrors don't work like that. <laughs> they they tried to be like fancy with some of the shots and some of the edits. I mean, they tried. I'll give them credit. They 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 tried. Thanks
1: for your cinematography, Bill Dill. Um, uh, yeah. Here's your here's your cookie, Jeff Burr. No, the cinematographer's name is William Dill. <laughs> I see what they were trying to do there, but like, you can't keep cutting back and forth. It's like one you you do it from one angle, right? Yeah, and it'll work and it'll look cool. But the way that it's all fucking cut up is garbage (laughs) oh yeah and then we get this uh dream sequence that jenny has because she's starting to freak out about everything what
0: the what the fuck was this oh it's so funny i couldn't stop laughing at that her her, like fantasy is making out with the guy in a bed in the woods in the middle of the woods And then he just starts fucking her, and then and then she wakes up still in the bed in the woods. It's not even a cool reveal like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, right. like as soon as it cuts, you could just see the woods in the back, and you're like, oh, she's still dreaming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if a pumpkin head will show up. Oh, look!
0: And then she like wakes up, and then it shows pumpkin head outside. And for a minute, I thought it was gonna be a third like dream. Of the I <laughs> dream. know. <laughs> Now,
1: that was the fuck you to the audience, that particular cut. It cuts right from the dream sequence from Pumpkinhead to two real Pumpkinhead, real time yeah. walking through the woods. <laughs> yeah, looking for Lania Quigley. Lania Quigley is fucking Leatherface in a barn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's Leatherface from three. Isn't that what you were saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's Leatherface
1: and Linnea Quigley. Yeah. R.J. Mil- Miahoff. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. My wife always says you can't teach an old dog a new trick. Yeah. Well, what, what
0: trick <laughs> were you learning? <laughs> like, what
1: the fuck? I could drink a beer laying down, motherfucker. <laughs> I call this one the dead fish.
0: <laughs> I've never seen, like, Linnea Quigley's name in the credits. I'm like, I don't remember her in this movie. And then I saw naked curl and I'm like oh yeah that's Linnea Quigley there she yeah. is <laughs> I uh I didn't know it was her until this very
1: moment when you guys started talking about it
0: yeah it's Linnea Quigley
1: <laughs> she should have had a bigger part in this I feel like
0: ah uh, they had her for a weekend and they were like Linnea come be in pumpkin head bring your boobs <laughs> <laughs> she's like all right that's all I've ever asked to bring <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately
1: so like she wants like a cigarette he's like Drew in the car So she goes and gets him, and then Pumpkinhead fucking kicks down the door to this barn, and this fucking country rock starts playing? Oh, yeah! Excuse me. Pumpkinhead cashes in his Money in the Bank briefcase, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, runs in, and starts fucking pro wrestling this dude.
0: He does like a (laughs) backbreaker!
1: like Bane to Batman fucking picks him up and gives him like a full on Bret Hart snapback breaker and throws him through a fucking door this is my favorite scene of the whole fucking movie because he's just like smacking this fucking dude around to like yeah to like this country rock song yeah oh man it's great it sounds like a discount Dolly <laughs> Parton song and it's just over this like this giant fucking seven foot demon who's just like like I said pro wrestling this redneck <laughs> He picks him up and
0: backbreaks him. Yeah, here. we're not
1: exaggerating. It's just straight up wrestling backbreaker. And Pumpkinhead's like,
0: I was wondering what would bring out first. Are you a spirit or you're a bobber? I uh I love Pumpkinhead like standing in the doorway, like clearly not trying to hit his head on the door frame because he's too yes. big. Like he's trying yeah. to like walk through the door, but you could tell the actor had a little bit of a problem, so he just stood there.
1: Yeah, like the stilts were too much and he's like, uh, should I go or okay.
0: And then and then he draws more blood wings, because I guess they didn't get the point the last time. <laughs> yeah. he
2: draws a
1: shit ton of them. <laughs> just leaving breadcrumbs for Andrew Robinson, I guess. Yeah. I guess, right? Well, this is when Andrew Robinson, he's there with this coroner again, going over the crime scene, and he finds this fucking lockbox key in this guy's, uh... <laughs> uh on his what desk, the- this guy's supposed to be, like, the postman or some shit for the town. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 And then he's, like, you know, he's talking to his partner, if you even want to call her that, and then Linnea Quigley runs out, like, screaming, like, Ah. And he's like, oh, oh my God, what's wrong with you? And it's like, oh, she's comatose from this. No, they fucking sit there and narrate the scene. She, like, comes out, and Delilah's like, oh, she must be so scared that she can't talk because of the events that happened last night when Pumpkinhead came and killed (laughs) that guy.
0: Exactly.
1: And she says that she's literally almost scared to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like... Like she's narrating her fucking. The doctor like, reaches in her back pocket and pulls out her script. She's like, "Yeah." And then Pumpkinhead walked in. She's like, and beat him for the W.F. Championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just real quick about that lockbox key. He like Robinson like pulls that out of nowhere and it's just like hmm look at this must be a lockbox key i'm gonna put that in my pocket yeah he like fonzies the guy's desk and it just like pops out of a drawer yeah. he's like uh-huh it's like you didn't really actually look for that you just kind of like rummaged around for like five seconds and, and struck gold yeah it was like a it was like a point and click adventure you just click on shit until you find something important
0: the, the next scene is probably my favorite oh god go ahead <laughs> with the two with yes. the, the sheriff gets out of his car and then two old ladies who were clearly, like, never acted before. They're like, Sheriff, I heard it was a monster. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to catch the pumpkin head? Yeah, the sheriff's just like, Andrew Robinson's like, I am not acting with these people. It's awesome.
2: <laughs> Is it a demon or whatever?
1: And Andrew Robinson's like, don't worry, ma'am. Yes, we'll get him. They went to the same acting school as, like, fucking James Franco's butler in Spider-Man 3. Yeah! (laughs) I saw saw your dad die. It wasn't the (laughs) Spider-Man. Or something. Are you sure? Well, as he's walking up, too, we get these fucking Calvary, the uh, judge's boys... Uh, there with all their weaponry, the posse. Yeah, the old posse. Yeah, the ju- the judge needs a posse, and uh, the the sheriff's not too thrilled because there's no there's no police force. Apparently, it's just the sheriff. He has no deputies. Yeah, what is up? With this
0: town isn't that small. Like,
1: call the police. I am the police. Like, he should at least have like the bumbling idiot who gets killed because he does something noble, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. non-existent. And it's not like he really fills those shoes either. He's like pretty competent throughout the entire film. So he goes in and the judge is in there, you know, sitting pretty, got his feet up like, yeah, did you meet my friends outside? And he's like, listen, uh, judge, we're going to do this my way or this isn't going to work. And the judge tries to, like, give him shit like, you don't know this town. He's like, you don't know what you're doing. And Andrew Robinson's just like, "Okay, like, what's your fucking point, pal? (laughs) Like, what are you getting at? I love how everyone's like, well, it couldn't have been a bear or something. It's Pumpkinhead. (laughs) (laughs) Must be Pumpkinhead.
0: It can't be a murderer. No it has to be pumpkin <laughs>
1: It can't be a murder in this town full of extremely shady characters yeah. who all clearly have like political connections and like and have like are steeped in corruption. No, it couldn't possibly be anyone trying to cover up evidence or something. Every white male in this town is either a rapist, a killer, or both. Yeah. Exactly. All of them. <laughs> Our introduction to this town was six kids beating like a you know a mentally challenged deformed kid to death. Yeah. Right. No mercy. You think that was John Hurt? <laughs> John Hurt origins, man. Oh man, could be. We go to this lake, this this makeout point, and uh, I I don't think uh, Jenny's too into Danny anymore. Danny, Danny, you know, Danny keeps saying, you know, oh, we we can't tell anybody about this. We, you know, if, if they find out, we're gonna go to jail. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. I mean, that's literally every scene of them for the rest of the movie. That
0: really is. That really is.
1: Yeah, right. It doesn't change. It really is. Like, I was going to even make a point. Like, I don't even want to talk about Amy Dolan's (laughs) and them until the end again. Because every time we come back, he's just like, oh, yeah, uh,
0: everything's going to be fine. Don't fucking say anything. My dad's a judge. Okay. I guess because the guy in the first movie had a record and he couldn't go back to jail. But so they're doing that again. And it's like, yeah, but who, who the hell cares? Like,
1: it, It's also like there's the same solution that I brought up while watching the first movie. It's like there are more of you than there are of him. Just kick his ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, at least in this one, like the first one, I, I, you know, that guy that goes off the handle like. I don't know. I wouldn't fuck with that guy, but this guy, like, they're all kind of agreeing with him up until the point where he threatens him, like, yeah, towards the end. Up until that point, though, they're all like, yeah, we don't want anyone to find out. We got to go check the grave to make sure that Pumpkinhead's still in there. <laughs> Dude, that whole last scene is, like, verbatim the first movie, and I'm like, what the fuck? are you doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. But right now, we go to the safety deposit box. (laughs) Yeah, please, let's skip to that. (laughs) The mailman has a collection of
0: clippings about the death of Tommy. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Because he was very nostalgic over that. Maybe it was like, it's a black... Ma- well, no, because it's not evidence. No, It's right, just like,
1: newspaper clippings, but, like... Do you think he, like, goes and, like, reminisces about it and, like, gets off
0: on it? Like, yeah, remember that time I killed that fucking kid? He probably does. There's a huge mistake in this scene. Uh, they accidentally put the sheriff's wife in the scene and not the person who actually matters to the plot, which is the do- the doctor. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They fucking blew it. The wife is in the scene. It's like, <laughs> why does she give a shit about any of this? Like, why is the other girl in this scene? She
1: she she opens her mouth and everyone in the room is like, who are you? Well, you know what? They they, they realized the wife hadn't done or said anything of importance yet in the film. So they had to give her this little nugget where she's like pointing out to her husband. Hey, don't you think it's a little odd that he has this newspaper clipping? And then he's like, you know what? You got a good point. What do you think, audience? It, it, she would have been better off if she was like, you're not taking me to the city. So I'm divorcing you like lawnmower man. And she just fucking gets up and leaves the oh movie. Oh, my God. I was fucking thinking that the entire time that this was just Lawnmower Man all over again. He gets straight up Dr. Angelode. You don't take me to the city, I quit. <laughs> Except he's not handsome working out every five minutes drinking fucking Bushmills. True. Yes, smoking a cigarette in his basement in his hammock. Uh,
0: but yeah, in, the, in this scene you find out that the sheriff was friends with the boy. <laughs> We're not friends. <laughs> yeah. Like he left a toy by the mine. <laughs> shed or whatever because Why everyone, everybody go to the mine shaft because everyone like hangs out at the mine shaft it's the greatest place in the world and he saw you want to
1: hang out at the Starlak pit today i guess so yeah <laughs>
0: <It's> basically <laughs> yeah. So, and he sees tommy hanging out and then he saves tommy tommy like falls right yeah yeah you know, he, he ruined
1: he he takes away tommy's batman moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Why do we fall, Tommy? So so, so, gre- so greasers and varsity jackets can beat you to death. It's <laughs> like he's like, I I left a toy at the mine and I went back and Tommy was fucking playing with it. And then he almost fell in. And then I grabbed him, a little seven-year-old, and I pulled this man out of this hole, <laughs> and uh, I saved his life. And then we've been we were friends ever since. And that's why. And that's why Jason didn't kill me.
0: I don't even think they were
1: friends. <laughs> no, but he thinks he is. They they were like they they met in this one instance. Fucking, you know, Braddock did a nice thing. He was a human being to another human being. You know, saved a life, and that's it. But like. This is really just in the film so that, like, at the end there, he could be like, remember me? I helped you the one time, like, 30 years ago. Don't kill Amy Dolan's, please. <laughs> remember, I did you a solid back in 1957. Yeah. <laughs> We moved away and I never saw him again and now I find out he was murdered. Ugh. You you owe me for that one time thirty five years ago. <laughs> so after that whole exchange, he you know, Delilah shows back up and, and and she's like, Get out of here, wife, you're not part of this fucking story. <laughs>
0: kicks her out of the movie she's like okay bye
1: (laughs) go home go home goodbye joe she's like i have tommy's dna test (laughs) she's like yeah so i analyzed the blood samples and they're all typo except one and guess what it's not human it's not animal it's pumpkin head (laughs) right right
0: and then, and then Bill Clinton's brother shows up. Without missing a fucking beat,
1: Roger Clinton kicks down the door and he's like, I got a proposition for y'all. <laughs> Even though Peoples is dying, you ever, you ever hear about the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot? Like, people pay for that shit. <laughs> I wrote a song about him. I'm going to sing it right now for you.
0: He's like the reverse mayor from Jaws. like I, Right, <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Where the mayor and Joels is like, don't tell anyone about the shark. This one's like, tell everyone about Pumpkin Edge. <laughs> Bring
2: it.
1: But he's also like the anti-like heck Tate from the Tom Jane Punisher movie who shows up just to sing a song about murdering Frank, and then he's like, "Goodbye." Oh, right. <laughs> Whereas this one's like, I'm never gonna play this guitar, and you're gonna wonder why I haven't. <laughs> I do I do play it eventually. I can hear what you're thinking. Are they going to put pumpkin have like behind glass at the zoo or something I'm like yeah every 27 years someone wants some vengeance and he comes <laughs> back and he he fucking murders them story goes if you just pour some shit on him and say some mumbo jumbo he'll be back Woody Harrelson's the to- is the fucking the guide at the fucking exhibit Oh man
0: No one would want to visit for this monster like Loch Ness it's like oh if I look at the water I'll see a head pop up or Bigfoot, I'll see this ape man walking around. But it's like, yeah, there's this demon, and he'll savagely rip you apart. It's like, all right, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go there just to be safe.
1: The legend has it anyway, fuckface.
0: <laughs> it's like, if,
1: what happens when you go to see it? It's like, well, it's already, you know, uh, taking care of its own vengeance. So if someone said <laughs> vengeance against you and you're within vicinity of it, it might rip your head off. It's not a guaranteed thing. Okay, so when Pumpkinhead fulfills his own vengeance... That's it. Is he like me seeks? Does he just disappear? <laughs> no, he becomes vulnerable to bullets is what happens. Oh, okay. He, so he's like, it's like the Runestone. Then then. He's like Fenrir. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of. I think they're like cousins, right? Yeah. There's, there, there's like a sign in the front of the zoo. says like, uh, uh, like if you are p- potentially a revenge like victim or something like that, please do not enter zoo. <laughs>
0: You're right. <yeah. laughs> if you've wronged people in the past.
1: If you've killed someone's child, don't come here by accident with a dirt bike yeah seriously if you accidentally lit an old lady's house on fire it's like a height requirement sign but it says like if you may have been revenge please leave <laughs> comes with a heavy price at Harley. come see the pumpkin head we, we then go to uh uh this this was fucking bizarre a cock fighting ring yeah oh my god And then Kane Hodder's there fucking playing with his cocks. He just walks in. He's like, hello, I'm Kane Hodder. I'm here now. (laughs) He doesn't even have an accent. (laughs) And they're all like, yeah, you know, this chicken died nasty, huh? And it's like head fucking like spasming. I'm like, oh my, what? Did, okay, these people are assholes, I get it. Like, did they need to be that much of an asshole? We just saw them brutally murder some kid in the beginning of the movie. And you know, then he's like, yeah, I'm a, I do cockfighting, derf. And abusing their fucking sister, I guess?
0: Sexually abusing their well, sister. Well, Well, the one is abusing her. Is beating her up, and then Kate Hodder's like, Hey, don't do that to her. And he's like, Well, you're sleeping with her. Right. And the girl's like, mute in depth, and deaf. It's like, Wow, this town needs more pumpkinheads. That town
1: needs a fucking bomb dropped on it. Pumpkinhead for mayor, dude. Yeah. He's got more of a fucking mortal compass than these asshole dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking eh. He should get a pin and a hat and everything and a sash. Could you imagine Pumpkinhead running running against Roger Clinton? <laughs> Roger Clinton gets up there and does like a whole speech and Pumpkinhead just leads to his uh, his podium and goes like (sighs) and just rips people's heads off (laughs) and there's just that famous picture of Pumpkinhead holding up a newspaper saying Clinton's done it
0: (laughs) I'm just thinking like you know Pumpkinhead would probably have an easy time running because the Clintons are probably involved in some shady stuff Pumpkinhead's like look I only ever killed people who did things that were wrong or else I wouldn't be here (laughs) right (laughs) deserved
1: it. (laughs) it yeah it's in your best interest to not run against me, period. <laughs> so Pumpkinhead, he comes up to these, uh, they're brothers, these two brothers that run this cockfighting ring, and uh, he just, right. there's a th- there's actually three of them, and the first one gets it the worst. Hold, hold on. When Pumpkinhead shows up, it's the, okay, so so up until now, Pumpkinhead's just, like, kicked down doors and shit. Yeah, And they're right. like, okay, okay, we're gonna do this one outside. So now I'm thinking to myself, like, since there's no fucking door to kick down, we're gonna just blow up some lights <laughs> It's Pyro. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're doing here? That was his calling card for this kill. Um, I fucking love this kill... Because he grabs this dude and throws him into a fucking chicken coop head first, and then these fucking chickens peck his eyes out? Dude, they're
0: getting their revenge. I hate that scene. I hate that scene. Because what? Oh, oh. Sorry, I forgot what show I was on. Alright, <laughs> so this is a running gag on Ren Reviews. I can't stand eye stabbings in movies. Oh shit. Because oh, because I I had a fear of eye stabbings since Demolition Man, when Wesley Snipes has the eyeball on the needle. (laughs) Yes. And then a few years ago, I stabbed my eyeball, and for a year it didn't heal. (gasps) Oh my Uh, God. So the solution was a surgery where they had to stab it more with needles to fix it. Ugh. So I can't stand eye gouging or stabbing in any movie.
1: Okay. So so I guess you can't sit through Lucio Fulci's zombie, too, then. <laughs> nope, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Fucking, the close-up <laughs> eye impalement. Just makes me think uh, that uh, there, were, there was some eye impalement shit in Dead Space 2 right in the beginning.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. See, here's the thing. Fans of the show... They send me gifts and pictures and stuff from video games and movies nonstop. Like, I'm afraid to open up Twitter or my DMs every once oh, in a man. while, because it's always eye-stabbing GIFs.
1: I had no idea. Now, like, that cake made so much more sense.
0: Oh, yeah. The one episode where they made it stabbing eyeball cake? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I saw amazing. that, and I was like, oh, like, I don't really get it. And then, oh, my goodness. Now it's, uh, it's fucked up. <laughs>
0: Wait, but I, lo- I love that the chickens go right for the eyes. Like, they're not even, <laughs> like...
1: Oh, yeah. No bones about it at all. Also,
0: they're the worst chickens. They look like they took rubber chickens and glued feathers to them. <laughs> <laughs> they just and it holds on this fucking guy and he's
1: just like ow and you hear the fucking pecking of his face. Oh man, it's brutal. I was I laughed out loud. It was great. Loved it. I don't know. I'm a, I'm on I'm on team chicken in this position. You yeah, know me oh, too. Oh yeah. Uh and then the other two just kind of just get killed like by just slashing. No, nothing too crazy.
0: Yeah, you, there's no blood or anything. That one was kind of weak. Kane Hunter gets fucking
1: stomped. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I you'd expect more like his death scene in Wishmaster was really epic. I wanted something like that. Uh, right? Yeah.
1: Well, it's just so bizarre because, like, dude in the barn gets... Yeah, he gets
0: ripped apart piece by piece.
1: Yeah. And in this, they're just like, ah, I'm going to just smack you to death. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Then we get another morning fucking, you know, crime <laughs> scene. And this, this is when the sheriff finally starts putting it together like, wait a minute, maybe all these murders are connected. <laughs> maybe it isn't a cougar. What if it didn't mean Bloodwing? wing? What if it meant red wing? Does that mean anything to you? Now that we're talking about this, this fucking movie takes place over like a week. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It takes a long ass time. This isn't like a couple nights. No, but like the first one is one night. Yeah. Right. Well, isn't that kind of part of the whole thing? Yeah, but like... This doesn't make any sense because, uh, again, like, Pumpkinhead just keeps going. Like, as soon as he kills somebody, he's on to the next one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, again, like, what is he doing? Also, where do, where does he go during the day? You like, think. Was... So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what is he doing in between? Is he kicking it up, drinking a Mai Tai? Yeah. <laughs> Did... Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking kicking it, drinking a Mai Tai with Corpse Fucker, dude.
0: Yeah. He's practicing his art. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's learning piano in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's, he's visiting his mom at the hospital. Oh, yeah. He's bringing her flowers and shit. Uh, have you seen a giant demon monster? He's like, oh, yeah, he brought that lady flowers, Earl.
1: <laughs> he signed in. They just look at it, and it's all, like, demonic runes. It, 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 it's just, like, a bloody handprint. He just shows up in, like, a trench coat and a hat. <laughs> Looked like a big pumpkin head in a trench coat. You're going to LaGuardia, right? <laughs> you're going to Ferrin Woods right <laughs> uh, we like cut back we have like a Sheriff Brody moment here yeah. uh, cause he's cause he's, you know how like you know how it was subtle in Jaws where he's like what he's like looking at the shark books and stuff and then the, yeah, you know his wife comes oh in oh my god in th- this in this Robinson's like uh, well according to folklore they used to, if a demon you know a retarded baby turns into a hell spawn <laughs> and if a person if a woman fucks that thing they get a pumpkin head <laughs> Or whatever. That's the fucking lore of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Exposited in like a throwaway scene where his wife comes in and she's like, hey, uh, what does she even say to him? She's like, hey, your daughter's sweater smells like smoke. Oh, yes. And he's like, god damn, I guess she was there. Yeah. yeah. No other explanation possible. Couldn't been cigarettes or weed. <laughs> Five days later, too, it seems like. Someone's like,
2: hmm,
0: I was doing the laundry six days later. <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, I guess they go to the hospital? Yeah. With with the old lady, and then she... She starts talking in magic. Oh, she fucking <laughs>
1: she she fucking straight up dies first and then there's just like, well, she's gone." Yeah. And then she leaves. She sits up like the undertaker. I love that she dies first cuz it has no Yeah, it has no significance. Like she dies first, comes back and then dies again. I'm like, "Why didn't you just talk and then have
0: her die? What was the significance of her dying?" She comes back and then she's talking about her son. And then she's like, "His papa" And they're like, who was his papa? And he's like, his papa was Pumpkinhead. (laughs) So this is actually... (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, at this point, I was so fucking lost and confused. I was like, what the fuck do you mean?
0: So this... So Pumpkinhead in this is actually the son of Pumpkinhead.
1: Oh, man, son of Pumpkinhead. Like, when did this, like, Ed Harley son Pumpkinhead fuck somebody in that first movie? When did he have time to do that?
0: I I got... Well, no, because that that first movie was, like, in the 80s. And this... So... Uh, at some point, someone—you know what—it was the Pumpkinhead before that. The, I'm yeah, I'm putting way too much thought into this. So you know how <laughs> Pumpkinhead was gonna turn into Ed Harley, right? right. So maybe there's other Pumpkinheads that actually finished the job and then turned into that person.
1: Okay, like other timelines.
0: Yeah, well, just maybe Pumpkinhead is just like a name they give to certain demons, but there's okay. only gotcha. ever one of them at any time. So maybe there was a Pumpkinhead who finished the job turned into the person the other person became the next pumpkin head and then he went around fucking witches in the woods and then he had a pumpkin baby okay i mean it's possible i put way more thought into it than this movie
1: <laughs> hey welcome to movie dumpster tony
0: <laughs> i mean that's not as fun as imagining a witch like Getting plowed by a big demon. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know what? It's kind of like you know with D i think about how a half how a half work is made. Just yeah, someone's yeah. getting fucked by an orc, and I don't think it's going to be about a pleasant experience. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? There is a porn out there. There's a porn out there. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Pumpkinhead plowing a fucking witch. I'm sure there is, but I'm not going to look for it. So,
0: so that's the only explanation I could give to why she fucked Pumpkinhead and had a weird demon offspring baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. I didn't
1: realize she was his mom, because she's like, I claimed him. I assume she slept with Pumpkin. I don't know. <laughs> but she she clearly states that Pumpkinhead is his dad, but she says, I, I
0: claimed him.
1: Well, she's like, the mother was unimportant, so at the very least, it might be like a grandson kind of situation. Okay,
0: so someone slept with Pumpkinhead, though.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Okay,
0: Somebody got fucked by the pump. Yeah, someone got fucked by the Somebody
1: pump. Somebody got pumped by Pumpkinhead. <laughs> you got rumped by Pumpkinhead, and then, and then, and then and, and then she dies again. She... So then they, they get an autopsy report or some shit of Tommy from when he died. And they find out, well, he was actually murdered. He, he didn't just fall down that well and kill himself. <laughs> How do you not come up with that solution to me? Like, all these knife wounds aren't suspicious whatsoever.
0: Yeah, he uh he hung himself and stabbed himself, but then got rid of the knife as he was hanging himself.
1: Yeah, and he beat himself with a fucking bat, too. <laughs> uh, real quick, um... OC gives uh Andrew Robinson the um the the fucking Oh yeah. uh, uh necklace the little doll the totem if if yeah, you will Yeah the totem yeah she's like this is the only way you can beat him <laughs> punish
0: Wait why is she trying to help him why does she I I don't know. Doesn't she want them all dead?
1: Cause you know what, Tony? She was kind of like off in the distance in the woods watching when Tommy fell in that mine and she was <laughs> gonna help them. But then she saw little Braddock run up there and she said, Ah, you know what? I'll remember this for when when I die in a hospital in thirty years. I'll I'll back pocket this. <laughs> yeah, who the hell knows? Yeah, you're right. Like, why is she helping them? Just because? Well, there you go. Why she but why is she helping them? And then it comes to the point, well, Again, Pumpkinhead is of his own volition in this film, and it's just fucking weird because it doesn't make any sense. Well, and and she kind of says in her warning as she's like in this trance after she's like brought back for this hot second about how, well, when it finishes its current revenge, it's going to go after the kids. And then they're like, oh, fuck. And then it cuts to because it burned uh, me in my house. Right. And then the sheriff and the coroner, they go to this, like, I guess, library or some bullshit and they're, like, looking through, like, old records, trying to figure out, oh, oh we got to find out what the, who these Red Wings are. Yeah. Yeah. Who are these Blood Wings,
0: TM? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, the the gang has a picture in the yearbook? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a car
1: club, we find out.
0: How fucking stupid
1: is that? By the way, I thought this entire reveal was the fucking stupidest thing ever. Like, the reason why this supernatural entity of, of like, a vengeance personified is, like, I remember Yavosity Jackets. Yeah, yeah. well, the thing that gets me is when you look at their picture in the yearbook right below everything, there's a short summary and says, hey, we killed that guy, Tommy, and we got away with it. Happy New Year. Red Wings. <laughs> it's a ninth, 1983 picture of the Dolphins team before Ray Finkel uh, gets kicked <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. But they, they deduce that the only guy left is the judge, and you find out that the judge was, like, the main guy who, like, fucked up Tommy before he was hung in the beginning. He stabbed the shit out of him. That's the that's the asshole, and, yeah. Who, who fucking stabbed him and was like drop him put him in the fucking mine shaft yeah and this guy's been a judge for the last 30 years think about that he definitely did some fucked up shit to the people of this town oh yeah he was, he was a judge at 20 years old that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Right out of high school. Well, maybe not for the last 30, maybe the last 20. And he
0: raised, like, a real shitty... Like, the kid shows up with, like, beer, and he's like, whatever. Yeah, he's like, I
1: already f- I already got you fully uh, stocked over in the cabin. Here, it's like, oh, I got you already fully stocked in the fucking set from the first movie. It's over there. Go ahead. <laughs> Knock yourself out. So that's pretty much the rest of the film. I mean, like, they, they, you know... Andrew Robinson puts it together. He's like, the Red Wings, it's the people from the Gordo Club. It's all the people he's been killing. And then we just wrap it the fuck up. Pumpkinhead comes and fucking paints a bunch of Red Wings all over the Dixon's like house. Yeah, how long was he doing that? Yeah. That wasn't take
0: I don't know. a while.
1: Because Dixon, he also, he calls in those good old boys for backup because <laughs> now he's really
0: afraid that everyone's dead. Which is important for later.
1: It takes him the rest of the movie to get there.
0: Yokels, assemble! <laughs> and then, like you said, his son is doing the whole, like, you better not tell anyone thing for, like, the million goddamn time.
1: Yeah, and then he has a gun. Yeah. It's
0: verbatim from the yeah, first he's like, film. like, remember the first one? Let's <laughs> get on the couch! Remember the first movie?
1: I'll shoot you! <laughs> of course, Dixon, he leaves the room and finds, like, these fucking 400 uh, Red Wings painted on his wall. And Pumpkinhead, again, you know, because now he's indoors, just kicks down a door and approaches him he loves it and it's cool but like i was so upset that like we don't get a good kill for this guy dude it's off screen it just cuts away
0: he should have been the most violent death again the first guy who gets killed gets it the worst out of everybody (laughs) yeah and that was almost that almost got that movie in nc-17 that's how bad that one was oh my god they had to cut it down even though it looked fake as shit.
1: <laughs> that might mean there's like there's a version of this that no one's ever seen that has more of you know that with everybody else, and this could just be like it's <laughs> like a Friday seven situation oh, with more footage that no one's ever gonna see. Yeah. Maybe. Look, we did it for we did it for Tam and the T Rex, man. We willed that shit into yeah. existence. So <laughs> maybe we'll get Pumpkin Head uncut. Just hold our temples and go woo <laughs> oh,
0: Pumpkinhead, I'm looking at the scene now like Pumpkinhead just stumbles into the room like he can't move that <laughs> fast. <laughs> this guy like could have gotten
1: away but he like trips over like an ottoman or some bullshit <laughs> he like recognizes him at one point he's like it's you the fucking retard isn't it yeah.
0: It's like, wait, that looks nothing like
1: the kid. What are you talking about? And it flashes between Pumpkinhead's face and Tommy's face. And it's like, (laughs) are you fucking drunk? What are you talking about? Remember Ed
0: Harley and how the fucking Pumpkinhead turned into him?
1: Ooh, sort (laughs) of.
0: Sort of. I just love that Pumpkinhead's hands in the scene, they just don't move. No. But he keeps interacting with things, and it's like... That's what I'm
1: saying. It keeps reaching over, and, like, it looks like Dead Alive when fucking uh, Lionel's mom turns to the big bloated monstrosity, and, like, her hands are yeah. clearly these giant, immobile things.
0: <laughs> but it's like, why didn't you build, like, a second pair of hands that were just... Yeah, like, I... What the Like, K&B, you do good stuff. What are I you know. doing with these hands?
1: I I ask that question all the time. I, I guess it's like it's got to be budgetary restriction, dude, and time. That's the only thing I can think of. Ugh. I mean, they saw the rest of the film as they were working. And I'm like, we don't need to kill ourselves on this. This is good <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, there's a quick scene back in the cabin that I, I that I loved because Amy Dolan's comes in and she's and he's like, man, or uh, excuse me, what's that one kid's name, Skip or whatever? He like he essentially plays the same role as the little brother in the first movie oh paulie paulie he's like he's like i saw you man you you fucking hit that lady dude and that's why she died and he's like i didn't fucking i didn't sh- i didn't do it and he like is pointing his gun at this kid's head and amy Jones is like you punched that old lady didn't you i believe him <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like what do you mean you're all, you're all there but that's not the point right now. When's somebody gonna get pulled out a fucking window? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Polly gets forced to go get the car, you know, to gunpoint. He's got the gun right on his fucking temple. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it's instead of so just
1: leaving stupid. this fucking asshole just like farts around with the car long enough to get murdered by Pumpkinhead. Yeah, what was the objective here? Like, hey go warm up the car for me. It's cold outside. Like A car that hasn't had a single issue running the entire film until this point and now it's stalling out. Well it's cause Pumpkinhead's magic. Yeah <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think he knows how to drive stick is the problem. Oh uh, well maybe. <laughs> He's dead now, so it doesn't really matter. No, nah, I like
0: the magic I like the magic explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was magic. Ah, it's Pumpkinhead magic.
1: <laughs> Pumpkinhead just walks up and just like puts his fucking pinky through the engine block. And he's like, There you go. <laughs> oh man, he's like norm. I feel like Pumpkinhead is kinda of like a lich, but without any talking. You know, you just gotta find the phylactery, wherever it may be. <laughs> but uh he throws Polly through the fucking cabin window, but like doesn't attack anybody so he gives them enough time to escape from here from this point when that dude gets thrown through the window it's it's just the whole cabin chase scene <laughs> from the first film yeah. like yeah crammed into one part exactly we're even we're even doing
0: the same exact shots in a second oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah we're doing a lot of those like birds eye view kind of shots that just like look really bad on this costume
0: and yeah the p- pumpkin head walking around the woods it looks embarrassing like <laughs> At no point, like, this is the thing, I can't suspend my disbelief to think this is a monster. I just think, I'm like, oh, that's a guy in a suit who's having a hard time walking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a guy who can't see. And that's unfortunate.
0: It's a shame. It's like when someone has, like, a really complicated cosplay at a convention...
1: And it's like, yeah, wow, that, yeah. that
0: looks cool, but, like, you're in everyone's way, and you're constantly almost about to fall over.
1: And you can only stand in one spot for the next four hours. Yeah, yeah. You can't take a piss, you can't eat. <laughs> and, oh, just real quick, the, fir- the first one was so great, because, like, I love how, like, Pumpkinhead was, like, in the trees. Like, yeah, up in the trees, yeah. and, like, grabbing people and shit. That shit made me laugh. He was like a fucking cat, like, <laughs> he climbed to the top of this fucking tree. Yeah! Oh, man. It just added a creep factor to it.
0: Yeah, it give you like an idea. He was like the predator. He was like more mobile yeah. and stuff. And this yeah. one, nothing.
1: I just love the fact that he. I love the fact that he kills someone just by grabbing them, climbing up a tree, just to drop them. Yeah.
0: The the kills in this scene are pretty good. I like the 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 pipe the the spike yeah. the
1: fucking shish kebab. See, he is Jason from Friday too. Because he takes two of them out right here.
0: Yeah, and also like the the speed up effect is pretty funny too. When he like throws them at the the tree, it's it's pretty yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Marsha Marsha trips like fuck is her name
1: Marcy or Marsha? I think it's Marcy. I don't know. Marcy. Anyway, she fucking falls like six times during this <laughs> chase. And this guy keeps helping her up. Uh, but but specifically this right here, he takes his pike like off this fucking fence and stabs this chick and but he like lifts her up just like when he fucking stabs dude with the with the rifle in the first one?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, it's like the same shot. Anyway, yeah, the fucking shish kebab to a tree is great. It is weird for me to think about, like, this creature using weapons. It's like, dude, look at you. You have fucking claws all over you. <laughs> You're seven feet tall. I know. But you wanted to use a weapon.
0: Well, his, his claws suck. He he can't bend his hands. He needs Yeah, weapons.
1: he can't grab anything. He can't pick up cups and
0: things. <laughs> Connor, he's basically just a fucking death claw. Like, yeah. you would expect this
1: thing to just decimate anything in its yeah. path. So, he finally catches up to, uh, Jenny and Danny, and, uh, th- I think this is my favorite kill. Oh, hands down. A
0: hundred percent. This is, like, one of the coolest kills ever.
1: Yeah, like, this is what I'm here for for this movie. He fucking, like, grabs Danny and, like, picks him up and just, like, screams in his face, and then grabs his head and in full frontal fucking explicitness just rips his fucking head off he like
0: shakes it and rips it
1: well it's fantastic because he grabs it and yeah he like he keeps ripping it back and forth he's like just fucking you know undoing it and then finally just pops it off and throws it to the ground yeah, like you're trying to rip off Stretch Armstrong's fucking head or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Like when I saw that as a kid, that's when I was like, this thing's awesome. And then. Yeah, it was <laughs> red. Right, yeah. I do like that they scream in each other's faces for a bit. <laughs> Well, then Pumpkinhead
1: (laughs) chases Jenny around, and at this point, the sheriff and the uh, judge's cavalry are both uh, added to the equation, and they're kind of chasing around, too. And then it's kind of a race who will get there first kind of thing. Yeah, and of course, they all end up at our favorite location, the mine shaft. (laughs) (laughs) It all ends here. Where, uh jenny and pumpkinhead are kind of facing off when the sheriff runs up and is like oh wait remember i saved you 30 years ago <laughs> 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 look at this uh, 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 oh 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 so see you gave me this fucking necklace re- remember and, th- and then like delilah comes up behind him and i was like damn like i didn't even know this woman was here still like why is she
0: chasing after the sheriff
1: his wife is nowhere to be found
0: and, and, and of course they're at the mine shaft yeah <laughs> where yeah, all the yeah. action in the town is I don't get why the mayor wants, uh, like, tourism. Just tell them about the mine shaft. It seems to be a big deal. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a magic mine shaft. So, by the way,
1: I, uh, I love the following sequence of events because it just gets progressively more hilarious from the visual perspective. Man, we are wrapping this shit up. Yeah. Nothing is left to the imagination. So, the Yoko, the, uh, the Yoko backup shows up, um... After, uh, after the show. Well, 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 Hold on. Yeah, we got to set this up. Because first we have this whole back and forth between, you know, Braddock and, and Pumpkinhead, kind of like, no, no, you know, don't hurt her, you know, kind of like I was saying, and we were talking about where it's like, she's my daughter. Ugh. Right. And and he kind of actually gets Pumpkinhead to back down, and he kind of has like a, a moment where you almost get a sense that like Pumpkinhead kind of remembers that he was Tommy. Oh, he totally and, does. And it's, it's all for naught because, like Connor was just <laughs> saying, these fucking good old boys show up with all their fucking rifles and shotguns and just totally unload on this guy. Wait, just right before we get into that, I just want to say one thing. He, Andrew Robinson makes an effort to get Pumpkinhead to run away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, get out of here, Tommy. Get out of here. And it, like, he's fucking Bigfoot or something. Where, where's Where's he gonna go? Is he gonna? Is he gonna flee to Kansas? Like, what the fuck is he gonna do? Uh, is he just gonna live in the woods like
0: Gatorface? He's
1: gonna. He's gonna go to Alaska with Jesse Pinkman.
0: Okay. Well, what? Uh, a couple things about the scene. One, you could see the seam in the glove in the arm of
2: Pumpkinhead <laughs> suit.
0: Uh, I just I just paused that on that I'm like well there it is uh two oh uh, and uh, Andrew Robinson was that, that his name right yeah putting I've said this many times but this scene he's just acting his heart out and it's like he really Stop is. It. not for this <laughs> and three like is it pumpkin head like immortal like the only way you killed him in the first one yes! was to shoot the person he was connected to but the person he's exactly. connected to and this is already dead right
1: right yeah And this one you just just shoot him a lot and this is just
0: halloween 4 they just took the, like, <laughs> halloween 4. like what the
1: what the hell the, the the logic here is okay tommy you're all done you got your revenge now you're vulnerable i guess is that what this is wow well, I mean, when you have Vince Russo and the cavalry just unloading on you, I don't think you're going to survive that. I don't care who the fuck you are. Vince (laughs) Russo. Russo. I tell you, I invented the pumpkin head, okay? (laughs) I'm actually Ed Harley. I created the Attitude Era. Uh, They light this fucking pumpkin head up, and then at some point, he gets hooked on to the same hook where he fucking got hung in 1958. Well, they shoot him onto his mark. They're like, you gotta move over, little pumpkin head. We'll shoot you over to it. Yeah, and then uh, (laughs) hilarity ensues, because now it's no longer an actor. It's a fucking dummy. And, like, the only thing it can do is fucking T-pose, so it's just like, brr, his arms just keep going up like Christ- um, and there's just like squibs exploding all over the place, just getting shot and riddled up.
2: Um, and they keep
1: sh- they keep doing close ups, and I'm like, that's not a person. Like he spreads his arm at one point. I'm like, is he going to ascend because like a light comes <laughs> yeah. down? And I'm like, and I'm like, is he just going to like dissipate because he's magic? No, he gets shot like a fucking pig yeah. and then dropped into this fucking hole and then explodes <laughs> when he drops at some point his legs kind of hit the scaffolding and he bends in half like a fucking gi joe it's the funniest fucking thing <laughs> <laughs> they had to cut her ar- you can see how they had to like cut around it because like oh that looked like shit all right cut it here and then we'll show it a little bit later when it falls farther
0: Oh, like his arms he looks like he's flapping <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's the moral you get murdered just because you're different and then you come back and try to get some revenge, and you're murdered again? In the same exact way? For th- for exactly the same reason. Gr- okay, sure. We don't like pumpkin heads around here. We really let Tommy's soul rest.
0: I mean, they had more of a reason to kill him this time. Sure. Because, like, last time he just was doing nothing. This time he's right. actually killed some people. Like, oh, shit. Right, but there's, like, why
1: are we trying to feel empathy for the... For the creature. Like, there's like that whole kind of like uh Frankenstein creature from the Black Lagoon thing yeah. going on yeah. here. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know if Pumpkinhead needs that. You just took everything about Pumpkinhead that makes Pumpkinhead Pumpkinhead and just threw it in the fucking garbage. Right. Cause like the first one works because you feel for Ed Harley. Yeah. Right. And then everything gets kind of out of hand by the end. And his guilt gets him. And like the Pumpkinhead is his anger and revenge personified yeah. And then,
0: yeah it's not like a thing it's not like a real right. person maybe it becomes a person if it succeeds but we don't know apparently it fucks witches in the woods but you know we haven't seen that yet we've heard about <laughs> it so. yeah.
1: what like we've been told about it yeah it's supposed to be like you're you know like like a It's supposed to be like a sinister desire, like, externalized, where it's like, you get to look upon your own vengeance in physical form. And, like, the first one, like you said before, it starts to turn into Lance Hendrickson. So now, like, when he looks at it, it's like, now you're definitely seeing you in a, you know, in a perverted form. And this is how you look when, you know, you concentrate on vengeance this much. Right. And how ugly it is. And you're hurting these people, you know. Um, And that's the whole point of that first movie. And this one's kind of just like, all right, so he's a monster, a misunderstood monster basically. Yeah, and they essentially, they kill him by playing like, what is that fucking, that carnival game, like, Dunk the Idiots, where they just fucking, they throw the
0: ball (laughs) the button, and the chair falls in the water. Aptly put. Who who could forget that timeless classic game, Dunk the Idiot?
1: (laughs) Well then, you know, they cut to the final next morning uh, crime scene, because nothing can happen all in one night. Wait, by the way, real quick, Andrew Robinson just, like, tells pumpkin head because he's like he's like Tommy you rem- remember me remember the fire truck remember I saved your life oh my remember God. all that stuff and he's like yeah I do Andrew Robinson Welp, I guess I'm gonna die right after all that shit happens the next morning Amy Dolans is there now with him and he's like oh hey dad remember that fire truck and remember that kid and remember when you saved him well mom
0: just told me about it and I'm like, okay. And the dad's like, the dad's like, you have a mom? Like, what? The <laughs> <God>? <laughs>
1: what do you mean? What do you mean, mom? Well, I said mom, but I actually meant the coroner, Delilah. You mean the doctor lady? Is that who you're talking about? It's just like, d- did the filmmakers like think that we didn't get it the scene before, <laughs> and they had to reiterate it again? <laughs> well, no, Joe, because then they literally show the fire truck there, and okay. Andrew Robinson pick it up and go, huh. I wonder Pumpkinhead's giving out fucking presents, dude.
2: <laughs> and he's like, he's
1: like, I wonder what the significance of this is credits <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> It's so terrible. It's like it really makes Pumpkinhead One look so much better. Oh my God. I know like it makes that that's one thing I like about this movie. It's like this isn't what could it like when you think of Pumpkinhead? This is the kind of dumb shit you think of, right? Yes. And the first movie is like so much better. Oh yeah, surprisingly so. And here's the thing: I'm not like I'm I'm
1: not in love with the first movie, but compared to this one, it's like Citizen Kane. Like this movie is so stupid. The
0: first The first movie is like an '80s horror movie that actually has like a good story and themes yeah. and a compelling character. It's not just schlock. It seems like well, this is schlock. Yeah. But like the first one, there's substance to it, and this one, there's just nothing. Was, like, didn't this one go yes. direct to video? Like, it didn't even make it to theaters. Like, why even bother at that point? I
1: know, right? I love the descending order of release importance. Like, first one's like probably a theatrical release. Second one straight to video. Three and four right to sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, fucking pass, dude. And 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 here's the thing. Well, I'll get to that. In my final thought. Um. So so where are we putting this, guys? I will go first because I thought about this. Um, so I take this movie, I pick it up, and I walk outside, and I'm walking towards my pumpkin patch. And as I'm about to hit the pumpkin patch, I turn and make a sharp left towards my driveway, walk to the end of it, take a left, turn to the dumpster, turn around, yeet this thing behind me into the dumpster, wipe my hands off, and walk away. This movie's fucking terrible. <laughs> I would just like to note the close proximity that Connor lives next to a pumpkin patch. Just, uh <laughs> Right in his yard, apparently. And, well, Ashley's growing some shit. Okay. She might be growing puppies. Okay. It's possible. Um, uh, and we have a dumpster right outside that us and the neighbors use. So, <laughs> um, this is a bad horror film. Um, it's badly made. Its story structure's shit. Uh, like, it's just got logical fallacies left and right. And it ignores the first movie to a total fault. Because the first movie has, like, It's like I said, I'm not in love with it, but I can also recognize the cool shit it has. And like I said, it's got it's all mood. That's what I like about it. Um, And this movie is like you can't even say it's style over substance because there's no there's no style at play here. Everything is just kind of is, and that's not good enough. um, And like the fact that this movie has a fucking video game tie-in is one of the weirdest fucking things to me. (laughs) I can't believe that shit. I can't wait to play that. I forgot to mention that because Tony and I are going to gonna play that <laughs> into a video to go along with this like a companion piece. I, I looked at pictures of that game and I was like, I'd rather play Chex Quest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chex Quest is actually
1: a good game. Chex Quest is a perfectly competent shooter. It's fucking great. Uh, but this movie is irreverent and stupid and it's not really made for anyone specifically. It's seemingly just made so someone can either hold on to the rights or just to make a quick buck, it feels cynical, and it feels cheap, and it feels rushed, and that's kind of like the worst kind of effort you can put in. Uh, so I, I don't like it. I don't respect
0: it. Like It's a terrible movie. Is, is it up to me now? I'm going to place this in an envelope with the divorce papers for the sheriff in this movie. <laughs> 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 I'm just going to mail it to them so they could be like... Why didn't our marriage work? It's like, oh, because clearly I was way more into this lady doctor than you, and I forgot you were around. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm gonna put this movie. I I have a soft spot for this. It, it introduced me to Pumpkinhead, so I can't hate it too much, right? But I think, like, I think maybe I saw like the last thirty minutes when I first saw it. No, and those aren't too bad. But yeah, the whole movie, like in general, it's it's pretty terrible. Don't <laughs> don't watch this unless. You really want to? Like, it's not even kind of, like, so bad it's good. It's just kind of, like, it's It's an interesting idea in how not to do a sequel. I'll give it that. Yes. Right.
1: Yes. Aggressively mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this is a shelf movie with an asterisk. Really? <laughs> okay. Kind of like Child's Play 3, just gets up there to complete the original trilogy. No. See, not that's, even. that's the thing. So, so like I said, I, I watched 3 and 4 yesterday, and and i don't even want those films in my collection like i don't need like i don't need them at all
0: i got i got to watch them now <laughs>
1: uh, you have to know right yeah, i have to okay like g- go for it if you thought this was hard to get through <laughs> get ready to take a fucking nap dude um see i watched this a couple months ago and i was like oh this is fucking terrible like cuz i just watched the first one for, like i watched this like uh um In November, I think, because I had watched Pumpkinhead, because I watch it every October, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna, you know, I was doing something, I was like, I'm gonna put Blood Wings on. Mm. And even, like, not paying attention to it, and just kind of having it in the background, I kept looking up going, what the fuck, what the fuck? (laughs) And I was like, this movie's awful. Um, But in comparison... Two, three, and four, this is really good. <laughs> wow. And having watched those two and then watch this, I, I I wanna go a little bit easier on this. Mm-hmm. And now I do own the first one and I do own the second one. Um it's it's kind of
0: I <laughs> can <laughs> just hear you struggling. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like
1: I wanna own it because it's or it's on the shelf rather because um, not is it's not a good successor to Pumpkinhead, but it's uh, again I think Tony put it best. Um, it's everything you you don't want to do with the sequel. Um, it's it's one of those things where um, it crosses the border into that schlockiness, and I think. Uh, now that talking uh, talking back about it and having watched them all, I feel like Pumpkinhead and Pumpkinhead 2 are the... I always talk about this, about how you make a horror movie shitty and not shitty, or serious and not serious... Um, and these, this is a perfect case here. If you watch Pumpkinhead 1 and then Pumpkinhead 2, you can see the difference in tonality and the way it's written and the way, uh, as far as the atmosphere goes, the lighting, just the way that everybody kind of carries themselves and the way the script and how the movie takes itself seriously. And a lot of people think taking a movie seriously is could be like a, a snooty thing or whatever. But uh, if you get it right, like Pumpkinhead... Look, it's not a masterpiece, but, like, it's a very enjoyable backwoods monster-slash-demon-slash-ghost-story thing. Yeah. Um, you know? And this is kind of just like, right, it's a yeah, monster movie. Yeah, shit happens. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not really much there. There's no meat in- to it. There's no backbone. No. And it, it's just... It's overly convoluted, and there's too much shit going on, and there's and there's totally two stories happening that don't need to fucking be there. Uh, but I will put it on the shelf because. It is a companion piece to remind me the sci-fi ch- the, the sci-fi channel better times or, or exactly because I feel like that's a, that's a big thing now like we're consuming all of this shit uh, all these remakes and like and like all of this kind of like shit that's just grinded out and not to say that there wasn't a lot of that back then but like especially now. Um, I feel like people are rushing to just do something and just get it out, and really not taking their time with it. Um, and that's what this movie feels like. And uh, the first one is a testament to why you should take your time and and craft your st- craft your story and and craft um, a, a a good movie. Um, so yeah, on the, it's it's on the shelf if not for nothing else is to be a reminder of that. You know, yeah. Um, it's definitely a fucking dumpster movie for me. <laughs> and. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was thinking, you know what, you know, Pumpkinhead One is like you go to White Castle and you get what you want, and it comes out great, and you have you it's you you don't really have any complaints about it, you know, it was an even meal, uh, you know, it goes on the proverbial shelf, and then you get the second movie, and I compare it to like it's White Castle, but it's the frozen kind that you get at the store, they just they never heat up right. You know, they're always a little too soggy. Like, you know, they have the onions and the burger and everything, and it's, like, similar. But there's just, like, something about it's just fucking off. So that's kind of how I felt about this movie. Like, the first one, I kind of agree with Connor. I don't think it's, like, some kind of classic. But it's memorable. Oh, it's a classic. It's Um, a classic, dude. I personally don't think it is. I think the character of Pumpkinhead, I I put on a higher level than the movie itself. I think the character, to me, is more interesting than the movie itself. Like, I do like That doesn't Pumpkin mean it's Head. not a classic. Um, I mean, it's a matter of opinion, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day you I know. But I, I do like Pumpkinhead the creature. I think the creature's fucking really cool. And sure. I guess my point of making the White Castle comparison is, like, I, I don't know. I, I like White Castle. I mean... I think it's like pretty night and day if you've had the frozen kind. You know, it's a it's trying to do what it does in the uh, fast food restaurant, and it's just it never fucking does it. So you know, you take those patties. You had one or two just because you bought the fuckers and you don't want to waste them. <laughs> and the rest, you just are like, I just can't do this to my asshole, and you just dump those in the dumpster. <laughs> And, uh, you know, maybe some rats nibble on them, maybe uh, some crickets chomp on them, and it it eventually lands somewhere towards the middle of the dumpster. And then, you know, the rest of those pumpkin heads, just based on what I've heard tonight, clearly just keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper into this fucking... Mess, let's call it at the bottom of the dumpster. They're in a whole nother fucking category, dude. Yeah, they—they they basically have are so bad they've acid dripped through the bottom of the dumpster, are now like <laughs> burning a hole through the Earth's crust. They're disintegrated and they're an unidentifiable substance. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to drink that shit. Put it that way. This isn't the stuff you don't want that in your mouth. <laughs> uh yeah, not a, not a great film. I am going to say first one. If you have never seen it, I would recommend it. It's worth seeing. And this, um, unless you're just a fucking diehard like us, or crazy, you know, take your pick, diehard or crazy, or a little bit of both, sure, but stop here. Yeah. Please stop here. There's
0: no need to continue. Uh,
1: There there really isn't. I mean, the story has been told... Already. And if you want to see Lance Hendrickson look sad, I mean go for it. <laughs> nobody wants to see that, Joe. Nobody nobody wants to see that. For for some perspective, Lance Hendrickson uh, was so ashamed of the th- of three and four that he escaped a QA for those movies by getting on his hands and knees and crawling out of the building. <laughs> If that doesn't put it into perspective for you, I don't know what does. <laughs> uh, Tony, uh, do you want to do you want to plug anything?
0: Oh yeah, uh, I'll plug uh, my channel, Hack the Movies. Yes, uh, where I do stupid content in character. It, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I have to ask
1: Tony, how many times have you beaten Siphon Filter?
0: Oh, <laughs> all right. So yeah, currently right now I'm doing a series called Siphon Filter and Friends because it's my favorite game and people make fun of me all the time for it even though it's a very loved game. Uh and uh Joe will be on the, this episode coming up, episode 5, the Anton Gerdu episode, that's the flamethrower boss. I've beaten it um I beat it a couple times when I was younger. I beat it recently cuz I was like practicing it Uh uh-huh uh but i played i would just like pick like my favorite levels and i would just go nuts in that game oh yeah over and over again it's a fun fun game
1: yeah i've never played it myself but i've been watching your series and i'm like damn i fucking missed out on this i gotta i gotta find a copy on ebay well
0: oh no here's even cheaper get a playstation classic that thing that's so you've been playing on right it's on the playstation classic it plays great on it and you know yeah, it's I, I'm taking it to New York tomorrow. I took it to LA. It made the show way easier to film. Okay, yeah. Than lugging an entire PlayStation. But uh yeah, the the PlayStation Classic's like 30 bucks now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Holy shit. That's a good deal.
0: Yeah, so um because they didn't sell that well. <laughs> uh, and also I uh I'm involved with Cinemasker. I'm on their show Rental Reviews. Uh on the second channel, I'm on a show called Mike and Tony Tuesdays. I like help write and edit Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh so you could find me over there and I'm usually at a convention dressed like an asshole doing videos. So
1: <laughs> What can you can you explain to me just for a moment this uh this fan of yours? Or I don't know if it's a fan of yours specifically.
0: So joker fan oh joker Santa, fan the joker, t- specifically. joker fan 279 yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh character. telling me
1: about this and i i was watching some of it on uh hack the movies and i was fucking dying
0: <laughs> yeah i just uh, he just did his uh recap of the crisis tv series on cw uh,
1: really <laughs> right up connor's alley
0: yeah so joker fan is basically like my reaction to just annoying fanboys who take things way too seriously <laughs> and bitch nonstop. Oh, then I then I love it already. Yeah, I have a reverse of the character called Larry Social Justice Warrior Larry Croft, <laughs> and that's someone who is offended by everything and wants everything to be super like political and progressive. So they're like both two ends of the spectrums that piss me off, and they're parodies of both. When are they gonna have a uh, debate? Uh, well, the closest they ever got is Joker fan did a video called "Wonder Woman Sucks," <laughs> and then and then uh, Larry Croft did uh, reacting to sexist man babies uh Wonder Woman review, <laughs> where it was it was me oh re- in character reacting to one of my other characters' videos. It was the dumbest. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done.
1: That's tremendous. This is the kind of comedy that is like fucking perfect that's like right up my alley yeah uh
0: so yeah joker fan's the more active one and he has a friend called mega bat friend who is a morbidly obese man who thinks he's batman
1: um when the two of them get together dude it's probably one of the funniest fucking things i've ever seen
0: it's it's my it's my favorite character because it started off as just a parody of this like because it like 2015 i think or 2016 is when like you know people were bitching about ghostbusters which i i agree right. sucked but people were like getting way too upset about it.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And
0: then, like, uh, they saw a black guy in Star Wars, and people were just writing novels on how it ruined Star Wars. And it's like, guys, freaking relax. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so I'm like, the best way I can make fun of it was like, I'm just going to make a character that's just these people. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah. And like I said, same thing with uh, Larry Crawford. It was just like, every. S- People writing articles trying to politicize everything. It's like, what the fuck? Are you, like these are cartoons. Can you guys just relax? Yeah, no one yeah. really cares. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but more people know me for the Cinemasker stuff.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, dude, thanks for coming on, dude. Really appreciate it. And yeah, uh, we had a really we had a really good time today. So uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um. So if you've been kind of following along, we planned at Phantom Zone to cover Cresses on Infinite Earths, and we did it in one three-hour fucking gauntlet of an episode. Uh, we covered all five parts. Um, <laughs> we talked about the the episodes themselves, all the references, all the Easter eggs. There's a fucking
2: shit ton of them. Um,
1: yeah. And where we kind of think that universe is going, and it does kind of mark the end of us. uh uh, reviewing TV on a regular basis, and because it's exhausting. And as I've talked about on the show a bunch of times, when you consume that much TV after a while, it just weighs <laughs> down your soul. Um, but the episode's recorded. should be coming out soon. Actually, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be out, and we have a bunch of really insane movie dumpster DC crossover photoshops that Lou from Phantom Zone made. <laughs> um, and I think they just... <laughs> one of them just worked on a Crisis on Infinite Earth poster that's everyone's face is replaced by Lucifer's. <laughs> uh, so we so we have a bunch of really funny shit coming out to kind of uh, promote that episode. But uh, yeah, I hope everybody comes out and listens to it, because we put a lot of energy into that, so we do all appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, definitely... Definitely check out The Phantom Zone. Definitely check out Hack the Movies and, of course, Cinemassacre. So, yeah, and also, Dumpster Dwellers, keep your eyes peeled because we're going to be doing that Pumpkinhead uh, video game video and that should be coming out right around this time. So if you listen to this first, definitely go check that out and vice versa. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't wait. So that's it, that's Pumpkinhead 2, Blood Wings from 1993, directed by Jeff Burr. Hey everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Subscribe to us anywhere you listen to your podcast, and make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster and into more eardrums. Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at moviedumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. And I'm Tony from Hack the Movies. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Well, let me put it this way. The Loch Ness Monster, the Abominable Snowman, Bigfoot, that stuff is big business. The way I see it, this thing could put us on the map. Now, I got a couple of guys from the National Enquirer all set to come down People here. People have died here, you know, and you do know that, don't you? Tragedy, ain't it? Well, so is the budget of this here town. You get my drift? I want that creature, Braddock.
0: Dead or alive, I want it. <laughs>